Welcome to the Nighttime Podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Nighttime Podcast. It's It's been a while, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of okay with this format, just like doing it when there's something we're actually interested in, like doing it about instead of like forcing it every week or every month or whatever. Yeah, I agree. I, th- yeah, I like no, the, uh, the format of roughly once a year doing four hours of content yeah. instead of eight times a year doing half an hour of content. This yeah. is the future. That's right. You can binge this. This is bingeable content right here. I mean, there are yeah. like podcasts I listen to that like I only listen to like shit that I'm actually interested in, even though they yeah. post stuff every week. It's like I only really want to listen to their their Final Fantasy content or whatever. So like I just tune in when they have that on. So No, I I completely agree with that. And also, it helps, like, no one listens to this anyway, so it's like, who cares? <laughs> Doing it for us. It's really I'm more for us. Yeah. I'm offended by that comment. <laughs> I've learned anything about doing this kind of stuff. You always have, like, one or two fans. Yeah. That just love all of your stuff, and those one or two people, I'm really bummed out you said that about them. I well, see you. Well, thank you. you. Thank you, one or two people that listen. We appreciate you. Some guy in a naval base right now is real pissed off. <laughs> But he should be happy because, hey, we're putting out content for the first time in several months. True. <laughs> True. Uh, but today we're talking about um, the new Cowboy Bebop Netflix show. So I want to start out by saying Cowboy Bebop, the original anime, is my favorite show of all time. Like more than any other show ever. It is my You've absolute You've seen favorite. The Wire so many times. I've seen The Wire once. I still like Cowboy Bebop more. Okay. I've seen The Wire about three times. Cowboy Bebop's up there with The Wire. Yeah. It's not better. I mean, I just think for what it is, it like, it's damn near perfect. And right. that's why, obviously, as a disclaimer, we're anything but unbiased going into this. So Yes. I've talked to I a couple of my... I have seen Cowboy Bebop in a while, and I rewatched yeah. the original as part of doing this podcast. And like, yeah. it's still really good. Right. Really yeah. good. No joke. Uh, I watched it. I mean, I watch it regularly, but like the last time I watched it was February. So like, you know, I'll watch it once every year or so. Yeah, that's so much more than like the average human. I haven't seen it all the way through in like probably seven years. And I rewatched it. Like I got done literally before we started recording this. I think it's still really good. I still really like it. I still suggest to people. It's got some plus. I mean, nothing is, but like. I would not put it above in terms of like it never we're talking prestige tv shows top five i don't think it top 10 maybe it's not my top five for sure yeah i mean even if we it put it in the top five for me i would say but okay that's not important let's let's put it next to the wire like even the wire has like dips you know where like i feel like cowboy bebop is just consistent from beginning to end good yeah i feel like cowboy bebop as perfect show as like the perfect show is the same way that we talk about like um like raiders of the lost ark is a perfect movie because like every it is scene the perfect serves, movie though it is no it is and every scene serves a purpose yeah. but like citizen kane's still number one you know what i mean like i think I, that was a perfect show uh, in that every well that i'm, I'm comfortable with that comparison though and that nothing serves a purpose we're gonna get into that because one of my biggest gripes about the live action is that it misses the point of the original anime so we can probably just I, i'm on. very comfortable saying that cowboy bebop is the is the Raiders of the Lost Ark to The Wire Citizen Kane. I think that's an apt comparison. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have you so seen Citizen Kane? Like, like ever? I've never yeah. seen it. I bet Citizen Kane doesn't exist. I bet it's just 
something that like no one's willing to, like like movie snobs aren't willing to admit i'm kidding i've seen it yeah yeah no my brother watched it and he was like no it's good but like compared to today it's not very yeah. good but of Even course you can't casablanca i still think i prefer casablanca to citizen came yeah. and it's they're about yeah, the same if, time if we want to do a whole other podcast about like prestige film i'm super I want to have this Casablanca v. Susan Cain conversation. So <laughs> and again, the way what we're talking about. Right. Now is not the time. Now is not yeah. the time, but maybe. Maybe. <laughs> episode episode two after this one. Yeah. All right. Um. So I, I was kind of thinking, we just kind of start at the beginning. And like, this is going to be very freeform. We're, I just, I'm fine with just going wherever it goes. But so the very first opening scene starts with them in the casino um robbing it kind of the way basically, it basically not start. basically the movie it, it started yeah. with the movie opening and i thought that was an excellent choice because i like the way the movie started like that is just such a great opening to a thing and the the tv show it doesn't really have that bang which is totally fine like obviously i love the show but like to draw in new fans or new a new audience i think that was a great way to start the show i'm yeah, actually i agree I'm gonna, well i'm gonna hard disagree on this one because i think course. asteroid blues is one of cowboy bebop's high points like that first episode is like really 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 good and i also think that like one of the weaknesses of the live action is the the stunt and action choreography is just dog shit so something that relied so heavily on the choreography being good was not a good place to start the show. With Just because, like, they're not they're not leading with their strengths, and there weren't a ton of strengths to lead. Well, um, they, I, like, I think I, a few I, strengths emerge in later on, but I think I that. Go ahead, Danny. I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, the the intro's uh, controversy where I fell on the side of, so, like, I assume you guys did the same thing, but, like, watching this, I had to remove myself from, like, prior experience, right? Like, I have to watch this, like, its own thing. Mm -hmm. And you're right, the opening of the movie works really well because it essentially has to work as a pilot as well as something that takes place in an existing universe. So just stealing its intro and putting it in a casino instead of a gas station you get to introduce a bunch of characters, you get to introduce what we're doing, right? We're bounty hunters. This is roughly the vibe of our bounty hunters. This is how, like, this is roughly the power level of the guys we fight. Like, everybody's just kind of an idiot with a gun, you know? Right. And that all works really well. But, yeah, from a serious perspective, it's way different from the anime, which gives, like, basically every character their own episode. So, like, nothing happens for the first five or six episodes because it's like Spike gets an episode, Jack gets an episode, Faye gets an episode. We have some filler. Ed shows up, gets an episode. Whereas this is just like, here's everybody. But the thing is, we're paying actors. And actors aren't down to wait seven episodes to show up if they're going to be a main character on a show. So we have to introduce everybody first. Um, and I agree. Ashford Boys is like one of the best episodes of the series. Right. Um, and I assume we're going to talk about how they butcher that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, pretty much and, immediately. Yeah. Uh huh. I liked it. I think that, so I think if they only ever filmed that opening sequence and released it, it's a great fan film. That's yeah. what it feels like. It feels like a fan film. The CG's weird. The costumes are like very, like, uh, what's the word? Not loyal. I mean, loyal is, but like accurate. Like 
they're true to like the anime right but almost too much yeah where it does come off a bit cartoony like like it's very like if you guys have seen like there's um like there's a fan series like for the power rangers on youtube that's really good but like it's got that vibe where it's like they committed like a little too hard to costume design same with it ended up uh there's a mortal Kombat series it's the same thing where you're like this is really cool also feels amateur-y because you lean really hard on maxing stuff, but like the CG's not there, you don't have the money. But the thing is, it's Netflix; they do have the money. So what the fuck happened? Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 kind of pissed at Netflix for the amount for the lack of resources they obviously gave to the show. It's like yeah. if you're gonna greenlight something that's beloved by people, I think that was my yeah. number one takeaway on my list was just fuck Netflix because <laughs> like if you're just gonna rapid fire greenlight everything you could possibly think of. Like, give it some love, because it's obvious that this this show had no budget, like none whatsoever. I think it had a decent budget. I think it had the normal Netflix series budget, and that's not uh, enough budget for what you're trying to do. Carbon? I have. It's but... not very good, but it has an astronomical budget. Like, and, and you can see, like, the, the, like, if you did side-by-side comparisons of, like, the the way the visual of like the sort of like cityscapes or the space shit compared to cowboy bebop and how this looks like it's just done in a really cheap soundstage and like the green screening is like really obvious in some the entire thing is done in a green screen stage yeah Yeah. like they're all acting against big green blocks and men in green jumpsuits right Anytime like, you put somebody into one of their little spaceship things, it becomes the most obvious. And it's obvious why they didn't do very much of the space stuff, but it still sucks because that was so such a cool part of the show. Yeah, Vice actually had that. a really good article that explained. I was trying to put into words how I felt and where I was getting, like, but I couldn't really do it. Um, and Vice wrote a really good article about how the fact that like they're clearly embarrassed by their subject material. Like, somebody was like, we're doing Cowboy Bebop, and somebody watched it, and they were like, holy shit. No one's going to want to see this. And that's why it looks so garbage, is because that's... they didn't know what to do with it. Like, that's why it's shitty green screen, because nobody wanted to commit to building the Bebop, right? They were like, fucking, no, we're not going to... I guess you're right, so maybe the budget wasn't there, because it's pretty obvious they didn't yeah. commit to they, building a set. They should have they taken were like, green screen it. I don't, it doesn't, to me, months. it doesn't feel like budget. To me, it just feels like like commitment. It It just feels like... Whoever they got to run the show wasn't originally a Bebop fan. They just watched it and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do a live action version of this, so you need to watch it now." Or Ragnarok. Yeah, it's like Marvel movies and like real steel and makes a lot of sense. I don't think I watched it at all. I think that no, I don't. Yeah, like, but the thing is, commitment is budget because if you're gonna do it right, you're gonna commit. You have to build it. You have to literally build a set. You're gonna get a showrunner that gives a fuck and likes the show. I mean, that seems like an absolute no brainer. So if what you're talking about that they like your marketing should not have been side-by-side clips of your shitty washed out thing next to like the actual anime which got like immediately negative responses everywhere like people were like oh why did you do this it's so obvious your thing is worse (laughs) and like your marketing should have been we spent two million dollars building this fucking spaceship yeah and then people go oh cool you know like that's a big deal not hey look we made uh this really vibrant scene brown because that's what we did in like uh blue and orange um really carrying the team uh the colors blue and orange really doing a lot of work yeah i mean um, looking at the promo on on imdb everything blue and orange they color graded the 
fuck at like to a point because like so i was watching this um with somebody else um begrudgingly they are not cute they did not like this show they didn't like the, the original show <laughs> not their thing um and like they're watching me take notes just like feverishly typing into my phone and like what are you so mad about and i was like just give me a second i'm gonna show you we're gonna wait and literally i would pause and i would go what colors do you see and she was like Every, everything's blue and i go that that is correct and i would play it and i would wait like maybe two minutes i'd pause it again i go what colors and she's like, it's, everything's blue. And I'm like, yep, we're going to do it again. And I did that maybe 10 times in an episode. I only paused it twice, but I kept pointing wow. it out. She's like, yeah, you're right. Like, literally everything is the shade blue. Like, that guy's shirt it was yellow. <laughs> and now yeah, the cinematography is blue. very uninspired in the show. Like They ran it through a filter. They did yeah, what they did yeah. to fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer when they put it on Netflix. I'm they just ran it through the Buffy fucking the Vampire Slayer because I get serious... Um, what's his name? Joss um, Whedon. Joss Whedon vibes from this whole damn thing. That uh, Vice article I mentioned, work. Whedon speak is apparently the word you're looking for. I didn't know yeah. that was an actual and word. It Whedon made speak. me want to it made me want to smash my head against the screen. I was like, why, why is a Joss Whedon influence taking over this? Like it's a, it's a totally different style that like works. Like with... the, the bebop felt like serenity. Yeah. But the thing is like the Joss Whedon thing feel works in, in firefly because it's a different tone and a different style. Right. Yeah. But applying that to this is just very misguided because it's not the same tone or style at all. Yeah, well, and that's because, like, I mean, we get into, I assume we're going to start doing episode by episode, but I guess before we dive into that. um, Something that was really obvious from the beginning of watching this is, yeah, they wrote totally different characters, which fucking whatever. I assumed they would, and I hate when people get into, like, fan fiction stuff where it's like, oh, well, this character would never say that, and it's like, well, if I wrote them saying it, they fucking said it, you know? Like, I was cool with, like, Spike talks more than he normally does. Don't give a shit. They became this weird girl boss bullshit thing. Don't love it, but whatever. That's what you wrote it as. You know what I mean? But like they tried to cram in all of these famous lines and conversations from the original that are absurd because they come from characters that don't exist. Yeah. Like we're going to talk about it when we get to like the last two episodes. We get to the ending. I've got like seven hours of content on the ending alone. I was so fucking angry. Um, but like yeah, when they do like the, you used to be a beast and you had the blood of somebody who kills people. And then he's like, I bled out all of that blood. And it's like, well, then why are you alive? And they fight uh, in the show. It makes a lot of sense. And it like, you're like, Ooh, that was a serious thing. And the live action, they burn through it super quick. And it just sounds absurd. Yeah. Well, can we just <laughs> say real quick, anytime vicious is on screen, this show is failing. It awful. Holy shit. Well, well, thought tied for the worst character in the show ever. I mean, like, here's the thing. The original was, like, not much of a character at all. He was just kind of an anime villain, which is fine, because that's all he needed to be. Right. And so, from from a certain writing perspective, I can understand, well, let's flesh this guy out. Let's give him some more depth. But the way making him a whiny bitch. Awful. (laughs) It's like they saw that guy from the first season of Game of Thrones that gets the the stuff poured on him. It's literally just that guy. (laughs) And they're like, this is a great character. Let's turn Vicious into him. And, like, that's it. There's nothing more to it than that, it seems like. Somebody clicked a bunch of checkboxes and then, like, ran it through the script writing machine and this popped out. Yeah, it's terrible. It's I mean, like, that's that's what Netflix does. I mean, that's what their their whole thing is. Just make TV yeah. shows based off an algorithm. And that's exactly what this was. Like, there are so yeah. many better ways to make vicious 
have a backstory, but like make him not like an obnoxious whiny idiot. Like he's a badass he in the show. All yeah. I mean, you can Just even make him a bad, like, make him scary as fuck. Like like keep having him on screen and have him kill people and have him like occasionally have conversations and stuff. But like, don't have him be like nobody respects me. Have you me? Shut the fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, I think I'm I think not... the only time I liked him was the very first scene he was in. And this fucking this fucking Mercs two dudes. Right. He just he, he says maybe a one or two lines <laughs> and then just kills a guy and is just like, yeah, dude, that is vicious. And then after that, he was just he complained in every episode and every scene he was in, and he was just like he was this freaking powder keg that was just like ready to explode at any moment. And in the TV show, he is very calm, very calculated, and very methodical, and he was scary in that way. And and he doesn't really do anything crazy until the very, very end when he kills cool. all the syndicate guys. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is he's very like, oh, you're, I'm gonna get angry, and then it's like, okay, well, you're only around main characters, so you're not a threat. Yeah, you're not gonna kill anybody. Uh, so go ahead. And there's only so many like random syndicate goons you can like make look scared. Is I don't know. It's silly. It's, it's, it's I don't know. I hate that. I also hate that like his dad's like the head elder. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, no. dude, you are here via nepotism. You know brat. it. You have like, so much power. Role in the syndicate that means like he didn't even earn it. Right. So like, there's nothing you can respect about Vicious by the end of oh, this. Dude, this show fucking excels at setting stakes and then just being like, <laughs> no, yeah. kidding. Chekhov's gun doesn't exist. Like it's literally like, let's show you that gun. We're gonna show you how it fires. And then we're just going to be like, oh, no, the gun was a dream. It doesn't exist. Every fucking episode, this whole fucking show is like, we're going to set like all this like, oh, oh, like we brought up this thing. It's going to matter later. And then like, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Like this whole build up. Vicious doesn't even fucking matter. His whole backstory doesn't mean shit. Because he fucking, the spoilers for the end of this thing. I know we said we're going to order, but fuck it. He fucking kidnaps Jets. Got a kid now that we had to invent. I, I so don't hate that. Kidnap the kid. I hated it. I, I will say there is almost nothing about Jet's character that I think was not good. I think the guy, I think Mustafa Shakir kills it as Jet. I think he's like spot on in the casting. I think Jet um, is the only character that comes out at like okay in all of this, and I think I, that's partially because Jet's character in the anime is the easiest to cram into an algorithm because he's already a pretty well like blueprinted for converting into like a, a story like this, and I think. I think making having giving him and Alyssa a kid is not a bad change. I think it actually kind of works. It ties him to her and it like it gives it gives him stakes in the story. Of, it does. Like, and that kind of drives him. I one hundred percent giving him a kid. I one hundred percent agree with with what Kevin is saying. The only thing I didn't like about Jet's backstory was that like he went to jail. And I, I thought it was better that he left the cops just because of how corrupt it was. And he was just fed up with the system. Yeah. I think they didn't need to add him going to jail for five years to to convey that. But other I than that, I completely agree. Jet was fantastic. He was definitely, in my opinion, the best part of the show. I think he was the best part of the show. I think that uh, giving him a kid misses the point of Bebop in that everyone is trying to outrun their past. And we gave Jet his past gets to hang out with him. Like he's like, he sees his past fucking dance recital and it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing. And I feel like it didn't come up enough to matter. And I feel like it like got added because we couldn't figure out how to make these people fight at the end of the series. And it's 
is because you just didn't do a good enough job. Like, you did this whole build up for Vicious, and it's basically its own separate TV show at this point, because yeah. half of every fucking episode was this nerdy piece of shit being a nerdy piece of shit because his daddy doesn't love him. And then we have cool space people doing cool space people stuff, and then they have to fight at the end, and there's no way to connect no space them. people. They're, they're in cities. There's no space in this fucking show. There's like 20 <laughs> minutes of space in this yeah, entire show. Yeah, it is and it's, it's all just CGI, you yeah. know, like uh, tra transition shots. Yeah. Those, those awesome, like, jazzy dog fights and, like, in the space gates are completely gone. Like oh, that yeah. was oh, dude, right. like stylistic the music in general was so like somebody just threw like a dartboard at like like somebody like pulled up their like video editing software and then somebody just like hucked a dart at it and whatever frame it landed on, they were like, All right, cool, pull a song out of the OST. That's where it starts. Yeah. And like <laughs> you were just playing music. I will <laughs> say though, uh, well you're right. You're a hundred percent right about that, but it worked on me. Like, whenever I heard an old track from Cowboy Bebop, I was always just like, yeah. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and the, longer, the longer I sat with it, the more I resented the show for doing that to me. But I, I would get excited whenever I'd hear an old track. I felt yeah. oppositely because I heard right. it. Like, oh, we're using an old thing. And that, that's, why I, that's why I watched the original right after watching the live action, just to, like, remind myself. I was like, I remember the music working really well with, like, the fights and stuff. This feels a little bit off. And then I went and watched, and it just makes so much more sense in the show because, like, the songs go with what's happening because Yoko kind of wrote it <laughs> for that fucking scene. Yeah. And then, like, like, like again, I know we're skipping to the end, and we're eventually, I don't know, maybe we do, maybe we don't uh, start at the beginning and go through at this point. Um, they play fucking, uh, the name of the song is not Walk in the Rain. That's just what I call it in my head. Yeah, Walk in the Rain. They, play, they played the version that I like better. Actually. That's true. I and agree. They yeah. It's like the weirdest fucking part. Like, I yeah. was like, this doesn't make yeah. any sense. Why is this here? Why are we in this weird blue church castle thing? That's like, what I played in the first one, too. I know it yeah. is, but it made oh. way more sense then. Because, it yeah. just, because, like, in the original, about halfway through the first, like, halfway through the, I don't know, the series, I guess. Um, Right, we kidnap Faye. That was like episode five. That's the Ballad of the Fallen Angels. Is yeah, actually it's, close it's to like the five or six. I guess not halfway, but like roughly in there because it's like in thirds, like the start of the, like the second third. Yeah. All right, and he's like, "You're gonna meet me at this church because this church has meaning to us." And then they go and they fight, and we huck Spike out of a window, and it's a whole thing. And then like that's our first intro to everybody. And the song fits with this sort of drama of we're going to cut all of the sound out. Like, you see machine guns, but you don't hear machine guns. You see them fight, but you don't hear, like, the whooshes and the punches and the stuff. You just hear this haunting thing. And, and that's then what Bebop used to do best, is just Set that, against like, yeah. this giant stained glass window, and it's a very epic thing. Mm -hmm. And then we do it in the live-action show, and it's like it starts playing as we're, like, clumsily running up these stairs, and then, like, Julia's there for some reason. And, and then like... Vicious pulls out his samurai sword. You get that really cheesy, like Japanese, like wind flute. <laughs> like, oh my god, what are you doing? Stop this! Yeah, like Vicious should be terrifying because he literally brings a knife to a gunfight and kicks and everyone's ass. Yeah. And usually wins. And <laughs> like, and instead, it's like everybody's got guns, and he's just like, "I'm gonna get you," and it's like, "Shoot this fucking nerd." <laughs> <laughs> I would love, I would like, speaking of fucking raiders, I would love nothing more than for Vicious to pull his fucking knife out than somebody just like, blam! Yeah. <laughs> That's how it ends! That's what yeah. Julie does to him in the end. <laughs> 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 
Right. Son of a bitch. It works. I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's dead at the end of this season. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to know. Okay, we're not going in order though. So it's hard to care. Oh uh, yeah. So episode one uh, kicks off. Episode very... one is Asteroid Blues or whatever the fuck they call it. Cowboy uh, gospel. Cowboy gospel. Yeah. I've got I've got the episode list up here. Um, I'm gonna rely on you guys for that. It is. They have like the main the like desperado couple. They totally decided let's just make it a rich white girl, and let's completely destroy anything you would have to like. I I felt nothing for her, in the end. It's like yeah, let's take this like tragic, sort of like drama right, where it's like a couple tries to run away together. The dude's clearly fucked up on drugs, but she still loves him and thinks they can make it work, but she's just delusional, right? But it's their only way out. And, like, but they get caught, and now they have to fight. And then, like, it ends with this sort of, like, tragic... She kills him and turns herself in because she knows that they're never going to make it. And, like, the only way is she just to give themselves to the cops. It's fucking obliterated. Yeah. Oh, do they, do they get blown away at the end? Yeah. That yeah. that was pretty similar, how they ended it. Like, they... She killed him, and then they she, went. Out. She doesn't kill him in in this one. And yeah, no, in the in the bleeds from the gunfight. Right. Yeah, he just like bleeds out. Yeah. But then Wait. she still just like kills herself running into the, the police blockade. I just have in my head that shot of like we, in space, come over the top of that cockpit, and like the dude's dead, and she was like looking at Spike, and you're like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Then they just fucking like yeah yeah. Except that's, that's such a good like, thing. The whole exchange where there's no yeah. subject anymore. He's just kind of like, you don't have to do this. And she's like, yes, I do. And it's like, we said all this in the original without these lines. Right. Yeah. Like, you, all no, like, said was like, adios, and then blew the fuck up. And it was one of the coolest things. It like, it just beats you over the head. Like, whoever wrote this is very obviously just like, no one's going to get it, dude. Like, yeah. this is too. <laughs> It's just too heady. No one's gonna understand. Like, it's just like we have to tell everyone everything exactly what's going on. Um, and it's funny that they couldn't really. It was hard to even see that like her pregnant belly was just all the red eye because they had to zoom so far out because their special effects were so bad. So like it was really hard when she was like floating in space at the end. It's kind of like you can't really tell what's going on because they were <laughs> it was such a wide shot and they yeah. didn't want to like go in any closer because it was obvious even from as far out as it was that it just wasn't rendered very well. Well, they didn't make her look all that pregnant either. Like it, it was like yeah. a very like muted like baby belly thing, and it's like right. I thought the kind of the point was like she looked pregnant, but she looked pregnant as fuck in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of the point is that she's supposed to be obviously pregnant so that nobody fucks with them and also she can carry all of the drugs so making her look only kind of pregnant (laughs) like it would have been cartoonish if they had had the same amount of drugs come out because it would have been like this like clown car of a fake stomach but yeah i don't know like it's like another i i don't know but yeah it it, it just felt like the only reason they made her uh, a rich you know poor daddy's rich girl is because they needed to bring Faye in you know yeah because you had to bring Faye in in the first episode god i contracts baby yeah i know you saying (laughs) that at the beginning that makes sense but like i hate i just that creative decision really bugged me like Faye, you could have you could have waited and given Faye her own episode but make it episode two like 
and introduce her. Yeah, and I didn't even bother with that. Yeah, yeah, but that's like a hundred thousand dollars. So, like, <laughs> Phase Asia's fighting for, to be in that episode, though. Like, it's, you're getting paid for episode, man. Like, Phase Agent should have gotten their actress to keep her fucking mouth shut before the show went live. That would have been a lot smarter thing to do. <laughs> what did she say? I didn't. Did she say a bunch of dumb stuff? She like a turf or something? <laughs> she she complained to the fans directly a lot. Yeah, obviously she, the fans were complaining because you know they're. I mean, we're complaining. Yeah, but it's 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 the typical incel shit where they're right. she's like she's not as hot and her her she's not showing as much skin and it's just kind of like okay I don't really give a shit about that as long as the character's done well I don't care. Right. But she went and talked mad shit about not just like the fans but about the way the original show is writing, saying they're like bringing better writing to the female characters, even though the original show had a main female writer, so that was a dumb fucking thing to say anyway. And also, the fake character in the original anime has, like, I don't know, agency? Um, and yeah. isn't, like, a shitty, and like, we didn't speak... it up like, with an, an, an inferior performance that is not as good as the original. Right. And it's just kind of like, you really shouldn't have talked that much shit. Like, if, if you, she could have come and had just, like, a kick-ass fae that's, like, way better and really does all the things that she's claiming to do want that'd be one thing but she stirred up a bunch of shit and then like could not follow it up with a really solid performance like she yeah, was well, fine she was I okay was, we're, we're was gonna okay. do a side by side with her marketing of all the times that uh faye in the original anime uh calls someone a dickwad along with all the times that they say it in the original in the uh the live action remake uh, the problem is i couldn't find any yeah um uh, and in the, in the cartoon uh, does she say ouch motherfucker? Or no, no I'm sorry. Uh, here comes the ouch motherfucker, I believe. Is <laughs> that the superior I mean. writing? Is that the superior fucking writing we're talking about right now? Is that the real no. fucking girl power we're gonna get out of this fucking bullshit? That's the Joss Whedon shit. That so like, bad. just like, holy crap. Like, do not bring that to this. It doesn't fit and it doesn't work. Like, no. man. She should be on the other side. She should be pissed. Like, if I were her, I'd be like, um, I watched the cartoon and, like, uh, Cartoon Faye, like, has, like, an amount of agency. And, like, yeah, she's yeah. in debt, but, yeah. like, she yeah. has to, like, have emotions sometimes. And, like, she does things and, that make sense. And but... also, I, I feel like Faye's incredibly smart in the anime. And I was not getting yeah. that from, yeah. like, from Faye this at all. on several occasions in the anime, one punches dudes, like, KO, knock him out. Several times. Yeah. Like, is a badass, is smart looks out for herself and, and um, incredibly yeah. charming like incredibly. granted her charm almost never worked but that was part of her character she would always try yeah. to be charming yeah. to like lure the the bounty in or whatever and then i, I mean sometimes it, it did it work me. it just didn't work out like in in the world yeah. of the show because they'd written Faye to just be a fuck up and right. like in that but she, it was a good character and like I don't know. It no. just didn't translate. At some Faye, there were... No, Faye exists to just be no Faye exists in the, the live action cartoon. Everybody's the same character. Everybody's the same character. Everybody's this weird detached like fucking one liner machine. Faye is just Lady Spike. Um I only think Spike's good though. I think John Cho has actually actually did a really good job with Spike. I think John Cho did his best. With, I think with what the, he was given, yeah. Given I, script, I think he was great. Yeah. Like when, when they did his best. When they first announced that it was going to be him i was like that's not who i would have chosen but that is a oh, really? great pick really for john I, oh, oh no john i was Joe super excited on yeah once no. once i thought about it like for 10 minutes i was like oh yeah he's gonna be great like i think about i started thinking about other stuff i'd seen him in and like he's a great uh like dramatic actor but he's also hilarious and i was like okay that's 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 perfect spike yeah 
and he's and got he, swagger too. So like yeah. you, he, you could see him. He's like, a fan of the show. Yeah. Like he likes the show and you can tell like he's the only person who committed to the mannerisms. Like something mm -hmm. I did notice. And Jet. John, John chose dope. Jet also worked really well. I think Jet yeah. did the best. I think Jet had like, John tried to deal with a script that didn't fit with his character at all. And I think yeah. he did his best to make it work. Yeah. But like he does like the weird elbow hunch thing the entire yeah. series like, he <laughs> yeah. never breaks that and i was like because i saw it like the first couple of episodes I was like yeah that makes sense but then like i got to the end of the series and i was like he's still doing it he never <laughs> broke from like like, like he's yeah, got true. that walk down perfect yeah. um but i don't know i don't have anything for episode one besides it was just bad like you took one of the best episodes and made it yeah that's kind of useless that's about all i've got for episode one right. i mean the, it is when they introduced um spike being known as fearless i wonder what you guys think of that i didn't hate it if they would have done a better job with it like Man. i i don't hate it just on paper like this because vicious is a weird name right and so it's like why are you calling vicious and it's like oh because it was like a it was like a naming scheme in the syndicate or something yep. that like when you got taken in the syndicate they give you this this adjective that just describes you yeah and so vicious and fearless were like they're they're mobster names and i if it they if they weren't so goddamn cheesy with it, like it could have worked. But like in it, again with the show in execution, it just failed. And so I wish they would have not done that. I can yeah. say yeah, I guess I don't think I agree. If they had said fearless like at the end of episode one, like oh shit, fearless is alive, and then never called him fearless for like eight more episodes. No, because uh, no, 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 because he has that scene with the sniper rifle when vicious is like. <laughs> That was like the worst scene. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If they had said it just like once and just yeah. been like, oh yeah, oh, Spike, they they real name that. is Fearless, I and we feel. never said yeah. Fearless again until way later. That's what they should have done. You're saying. Then it's perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they did overuse it. They fucking called him Spike. I'm like, what is this idiot's name? Like, they, he's got two names. Like, it doesn't make any because in the show, Spike isn't a pseudonym. Spike is his actual right. name. That's what I didn't like about it. Like, I thought <laughs> calling him Fearless was great, but I, but I do think they overused it. But like, yeah, his name is silly. Spike. Like, his that's still his name. But like, he's in it when he he's like, um, I go by Spike Spiegel now. It's like, but yeah. no, that's your name. That well, is your I name. Also thought that maybe they were really gonna at early in when I was giving it something of a benefit of the doubt. I thought, well, maybe this really they're leaning into the sort of like, um, the God the um, kind of fuck. What's the Japanese mafia um Triad? No, the uh the Yakuza. Yakuza, yeah, because they're definitely the Sixth Syndicate was very Yakuza inspired. Oh yeah. And in, in the original. And I thought they were going to just make it very like sort of Japanese Asian kind of like all of the syndicate guys. And then once I started seeing the rest of the syndicate people, I'm like, no, they're not going in that direction. So why only um, two people in the syndicate have names. Everyone else is a goon in a black suit and a yeah. white and a red shirt. To to go like this, ah, uh, vicious talks. Even Lin and Shin, like, were terribly underused, and they yeah, were stereotypes. I didn't even know it was there until the credits. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think I realized it was them till like later in the show. But they had been in it the whole time. Yeah, they were just like the two the two so, goons that followed vicious around. And they is, is episode one or episode two where they introduced Annie and Gren? Because I feel like we need to talk about them too. Uh, I, yes, for sure. Uh, I don't know. It, uh, we can just talk about them now. 
Are we gonna do it now? I, I think we can transition. Into, I think it might have been episode two. I don't remember anything been. else about episode two other than. Uh, I I I, I, I have one note. Okay. I have one note. Uh, I believe episode two is the garbage fucking blackmail joke. Oh god, <laughs> that's already going viral. Like that's already a meme. Like oh, I don't know what you've seen. I thought that was hilarious. Because oh, like I okay. I, I want to start off by saying I love Woodcock. I think she is a great character that they added. She's one of the very few characters that they added that I that I like. And when I just love how how I don't know we over can, the we, top we can send she a was. supply drop to this island you live on. Uh, you can go ahead. Worth, she does the best she can with that fucking line. Oh yeah, exactly. I, I felt the same way. I was like, God, she and she didn't write it. It's not her fault. But like, I like if I was reading that and I was just like, paycheck, 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 paycheck. <laughs> I, I can come back for season two. Just fucking say the line. <laughs> You can even tell in Jet's face too. He's like, "What the fuck, <laughs> yeah. dude? Yeah, dude. He's got to like the actor of like that plays Jet has to be like, this is not okay, right? <laughs> like we, we all acknowledge this is fucked up for her to say this to me. I think it, it, it's even written so you're supposed to kind of think like, right? What, what you're supposed to cringe a bit, but it's supposed to be kind of cringe. But it was a little more cringe. I, it was. It, I think it transcended the level of cringe they were going for. And just Maybe. went like, yeah. like that. <laughs> yes. but I don't know. It, it clearly, like Jason, it, you thought it was funny, so it's it clearly I did some kind of mark. And there, I mean, and don't get me wrong, like there were some lines, some dialogue lines, like that one that I thought were ridiculous, but I loved. And then there were some that were ridiculous that were just ridiculous that I hated. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about Anna and Grin. Yeah. I really liked Anna. I'll be honest. I I, I, I like I, the way they. Or she's one of those characters that, like, Very we were talking about earlier, in the anime underutilized, and like, you know, this yeah. is a cool character that we should flesh out her background, and I and I think they did that great with her. Uh, with Grin, I think, I think they did a terrible job. This is where but the fanboy in me has to restrain himself because Jupiter Jazz is like my favorite oh, it's, episode. It's a great episode. Okay. And I just think if you guys fuck this up just so we can have more like trans visibility throughout right. the whole show, I'm going to literally make so it just shitty. change it to not Gren. Have the exact same character, just yeah. call him yeah. literally anything else. But he, Gren has like he, he, so much better of a story and right. characterization. Well, you, mean, like, you mean he has a story. <laughs> like, yeah, he has a background. A he's an interesting like, character. He's just not the token, like, fucking, non-binary right. Car- guy. Right. Cartoon, like, bartender. Yeah. Like, but, like, I mean, they, they could have at least made him have some kind of connection to Spike and Vicious, but he was just, he was just nothing. He had no point in the story like, at all. Yeah. And like, yeah, like the, I, a friend of mine that I work with, he was like, "Dude, Grin is awful." And I was like, "No, like, um." And we were still watching it. I was like, "I still have hope that by the end of this, they're gonna flesh him out, and he's gonna have a great story." But they did nothing with it. Season him. two happens. I think that maybe there's a more of a you you game. can't. It, you I, can't. I don't think so because like Spike didn't know him. Grin he didn't recognize the him. The yeah, no, you can't do you can't do like Jupiter Jazz with the the elegance that they did it in the original just because yeah. it, it it's it's partially just like all of these characters crossing paths with this guy who connects them all and they don't even really know it because first face spends like a whole episode with them yeah. not really knowing who he is and then then he and vicious kind of and then spike crosses paths with him at the very end and it's just it's very like just poetic the way it all plays out yeah. and you can't possibly execute that because all of these characters have already met 
Yeah. And it's I I really feel like they're going to try in like season 2 to like have a Jupiter Jazz type situation, but the problem is Jupiter Jazz is going to be almost the the prevailing structure of season 2. Like if we correct me, but like Gren works at the bar in the flashback, the second last episode. Yeah. So like we can't have the like oh I served with vicious um on Titan we can't no. have like, like I don't Spike I don't even fucking recognize even serve him. on Titan is that I don't, even part of I don't think I don't think in the the army and I don't think any of them are in the service I don't think that's part of the story at all yeah, yeah. That part of their he's background just, like, is just gone spoon now he's the he's daddy's little syndicate boy yeah like, I don't think he he did do any military time I think right. that's just gone. I don't think any of them did yeah. Because, like, and they even, like, Jet even brings that up. Like, that's still a thing in this universe, just none of them oh, you, were a part yeah, of it. special ops, right? You have to be. Right. Yeah. And that it's annoyed still me, a thing too. Because they're definitely still going to do, like, Vincent if they make it to season two. And I think they're going to pull Vincent into the Jupiter Jazz arc, is my theory. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I haven't really thought about them trying to pull in stuff from the movie. I think they will. Let's just do a shot for shot remake of the movie. My theory is season two is knocking on heaven's door plus Jupiter Jazz. Like it's gonna be like that kind of stretched into a whole season. And then obviously, I mean, we won't talk about the way that this season ends yet. I don't know. But... I, I feel like season two is just gonna go completely off off script of the original. I don't think there's I doubt it's gonna be recognizable just from the way this ended. You almost have to, though. Like, honestly, it, it, like, like I said before, I, I think that they either didn't watch or didn't like the the source material. So they're like, we did all your fucking sand for, for service. Fuck you. And then I think season two might just be the just do their own thing. Right. That's and like that's how I feel. I, I bet they still pull. I bet they still pull from there'll the be big. Easter eggs here and there, but I don't think any significant story points are, yeah, are going to be there. I think they'll, they'll reference some things, but I guess just. I was thought about how you guys felt, but like I try to watch this as like agnostic as possible. I'm trying the to. Original series. And like, if this were just called like I don't know, fucking Space Cowboys or whatever, like it wasn't Cowboy Bebop, we just changed all the names. I feel like the show would just be like moderately successful. I would have watched the first episode and been like, meh, never gone back yeah, and just been done with never, it. I would have never gotten through the first episode if it wasn't Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and it's just like, so what happens if season two happens? And they go completely away from like, because it's obviously like we don't care. We're I, not going to do the subject material. Let's, kind of, let's circle like, back around to and talk about season two and what we think is going to happen at the very end. Let's okay. let's okay, get yeah. through all this because I do have kind of thoughts on like in conclusion, like what we can think okay. about for season yeah. two. Um, I do kind of want to go back to like I, I I don't think in the original, and it's not like it's that's the thing. It's not something they ever expressly say, but like I think Jet knew spike's background he didn't yeah. like read it out like but like he really knew it, right he, he and, acknowledges in the second to last episode i only know this because i just watched this yeah. before we recorded this um when they have the shootout in real folk lose part one and they're digging the bullets out of jet's leg because spike is like oh that's the red dragon syndicate they are trying to kill us for some reason and then jet goes but you're not in the syndicate anymore okay jet knows okay and he yeah. doesn't care right. That's the whole point of the anime. Is right. Like, Jet, Jet said, "Fuck the system too." Like Jet right. doesn't. He's not a cop anymore. He doesn't respect the police, so he doesn't care what Spike's past is because he'd be a hypocrite. To, right. Yeah. 
and, but for whole... some reason in this one it bothers him to no end which is is yeah because they changed that aspect they... right i think but even in this one i think jed is more bothered by the the fact that spike is supposed to be his partner but he doesn't tell him anything and I can sympathize with that. If if I was if I yeah. was working with this guy that was considerably consistently put, putting my life in harm's way, and he would not tell me shit, yeah. so I can even protect myself, I would be as pissed as Jed is at the end. Right, and you do get a lot of that towards the end of the original yeah. anime. Like it it does bother him that he leaves and just like like Jet tells him not to, but he still does it, and you know he's putting himself and you know, putting everybody in danger and you definitely get a lot of that like fatherly tone, I think later in the, in the anime series, but it is just kind of more throughout yeah. this show, well, which it, is fine. It, I, it feels more earned because like they're supposed to be bounty hunters doing their own thing. So like, it's like a pretty consistent, like, Hey, this person's in trouble. And then everybody else goes, I don't, that's not my problem. <laughs> like yeah. they're on their own. And then towards the end, they're literally drunk in a bar because Faye and Ed and Ayn are gone. Yeah. And they, they like pretended to not care about them, but once they're gone, they're like, "Oh, we're so sad that you know." But yeah. like they try to pretend like they aren't. Whereas in this, it's like they're all like, "I don't care. I'm a bounty hunter. I do whatever I want." And then like five minutes later, we're all looking out for each other, and it's like, yeah, know, it's it's kind of yeah, feel. up and down a lot. Yeah, the forming of the fellowship in this seems much more forced. It doesn't seem like it just like because in the in the anime fate kind of invites herself and they don't really are they're not really like i mean, I mean she, she does in the show too, right? multiple times yeah <laughs> yeah you know they kind of keep her around at first because she's got a bounty right um, and they're gonna they're gonna like turn yeah. her in for the bounty because she has a bounty on her head too right um, i think so i think they owe her money I literally just watched something. It. They have some monetary reason to hold on to her when they first like meet her in the anime. Yeah. And in this one, it's just like you don't really know why they're tolerating this spoiled brat. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lot of like they're like, hey, you have to go. And then she would be like, well, I've got info on like another bounty. So you're going to keep me around yeah. and yeah. go after him. Or it'd be like, well, I just emptied your safe. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're either coming with me, yeah. or she you're like, not have money. Like to like, and she, she doesn't just call them fucking idiots as she's handcuffed to their toilet. Yeah, because like that is a scene that's like from the original. Like she's handcuffed to their toilet, and then she like tries to charm her way out of it, and it just doesn't work. And then in this one, she just immediately starts calling them idiots and dickwads and fucktards yeah. and whatever. It's like in the, it's just not Faye. <laughs> There was there was more of a like suspension of disbelief in the anime though when she her charm doesn't work it's almost funnier because it's like why why isn't her charm working like these guys are just so emotionally dead inside <laughs> right like, yeah this, like hot chicken like yeah neither of them has been a woman in years to live alone in space and this yeah. like objectively pretty person is like hey and like, yeah. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. I don't care I yeah. my fucking ship I'm too fucking jaded to even do <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I will um, say if we want to get into uh, episode two was talked Venus, about that Teddy Bomber. I think three. Oh three. yeah, no, two, is, wasn't two Teddy two Bomber? Two it was Teddy. Yeah, Bomber, yeah. it was Teddy, Teddy Bomber. Bomber. Dude, the which they didn't have the cowboy. They didn't have. Yeah, the only time they they had like an Easter egg was like when uh, it was in the 
the episode the jet episode where all of the the prisoners got loose and it was Udai Taxim and all that. Um they had Cowboy Andy listed on like the leaderboard. And I was like, guys. well shit, that's probably all we're He's gonna get there. a Cowboy Andy. He's man. in the universe, but that's probably all we're gonna get of him. I don't know, man. There's still a full season too. Yeah. Which... He could show up. He could show up for sure. Yeah. He probably won't have a horse though. No, like, the bit is he has a horse face, <laughs> and it's hilarious that he yeah. has a fucking horse because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I hated. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, like, I literally out the most of episodes, this. This I'm episode was the episode where I turned it off, and I was like, a better yeah, version of this. I was very that. Bored. And then you messaged me 20 minutes later. And I, I feel like this episode was a lot of vicious. It was a lot of vicious. Oh yeah, a lot of vicious. That. Was that yeah, the one? I think was that the one where yeah he had the gun to we had to, he had to shoot he had Julia. to shoot Julia, and he pulled the trigger. That was fucking stupid. Yeah, hated that. Hated. Do we hated, want to talk about Julia hated. and like? So, Julia she was is, she, she was in it John. way too much. Yeah. Like yeah. what made her so cool and interesting in the first one is she was this big mystery and like you didn't. Like, you had just these glimpses and these flashes of her, but, like, you didn't... I don't even think you ever heard her speak until, like, the second to th or third to last episode. Like, she was, she was like, so built up. And it was so yeah. cool when you finally met her, like... The real folk blues that she actually gets a line. Yeah, yeah. you see her in a flashback um, after the church scene when Spike gets thrown out. And you oh, yeah. get, again, a level they of elegance and awesome cinematography that you don't get in the live-action one is because, like, Spike is falling out of a window sees all the shattered glass and then we flash back to Julia singing and like throwing that note out the window and like the pieces of paper look like the shattered glass and that's why he's mm -hmm. having this flashback yep. and then that's like oh who is this person like oh this is Julia she like helped him after he and Vicious got in like a shitty situation we don't know what it is and then we get oh, like she, that she still like basically betrayed him for Vicious like that's still like well, a canonical story right it, Sort of. So, like, like that's how we introduce Julia. And then, like, yeah. he wakes up bandaged up, just like he was bandaged up then, and we hear the song singing, but it's Faye. And then he makes fun of Faye for being bad at singing. And, like, that's sort of how we get this, like, parallel between, like, past, present, but, like, obviously we're way more jaded in present, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. None of that here. In the original show, uh, uh, Vicious threatens to kill Julia. Um, basically uses Julia to kill Spike. Um, he's like, I'm gonna kill both of you, or you're, you're gonna kill him, or I'm gonna kill both of you anyway. Okay. And then, and then she ends up tearing up the note, and throwing it out the window, and doesn't go with Spike to escape because she thinks it'll get Spike killed, because she knows Spike's gonna fake his own death. But if she leaves with him, it's not gonna work. Okay. I I it was it was. I'm not gonna lie. That aspect I always never fully understood, like the the Spike and julia backstory like it's it's very i mean the way they tell it is is deliberately like very obscured by just the yeah well that's kind of yeah it's yeah, noir it's you're not supposed yeah. to fully understand the backstory of the main character it's supposed to be kind of a mystery but yeah anyway back to this fucking episode yeah i don't have much to say about this episode honestly uh, i just feel like teddy bomber didn't bring anything there's um, no reason for it. Like, it was obvious that they were just like, we have to cram a reference in here. Yeah, so we're going to have it on, like, we can't afford an explosion. We can afford no explosions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I miss. So gonna... I, I'm sad we didn't get some version of that like capitalism rant that Teddy Bomber goes on when they finally catch him in right. the original. The only thing, that... irony. <laughs> the only Netflix thing we got like was it. the was the manifesto that was just gibberish. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like the whole like Ichabod scene. Like I was like, I hate this. Yeah, and I was like, that was that's so actually dumb. when I decided to watch the animix. I was like, shit, does this happen in the original? No. Did I forget this fucking garbage <laughs> bit? And I did not. Uh, that yeah. episode's really good in the anime, and it's yeah. so dumb because it's like one. Ichabod Spike thing? isn't an idiot. Like Spike yeah, is not space, a fucking moron. Escape pod, but they kept thinking he because he had the the big teddy oh, mask right. on. Yeah, and yeah. they and couldn't understand like, what he was saying. And I was like, oh, the Ichabod bit is like he's trying to distract him because they're gonna do something clever to like stop him, right? And no, no, we're just gonna mishearing him is the entire joke. There's that's, a lot of the bits bit. that are just very very lowbrow in this. In this live yeah. action, well, there's just like, come on. This like, is like again, I'm gonna bitch about this every single episode we talk about. We again set up this whole. We have a bomber. We find him. We are trapped on his ship with him. He has found us. He has an armed bomb. How do we get out of this situation? Is it clever? Does it reference something that maybe we talked about earlier in the episode? No. no. We just fucking shoot him. <laughs> like, yeah. And then we get in the escape pod and leave. And like, it's like, why even? Why do? Why do we do any of this? What reason? Like, why does it matter that he worked at a construction company? Why does it matter that his name is Teddy? Why, like, any of this means nothing. Because at the end of the day, he's just there in his fucking underwear. We get, like, a yep. dumb bit out of his hat, and we leave. And then, okay, and then he, he had, like, scars all over his body, and he was missing a hand. And then he walks into the, the church, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's obviously him. And I was like, okay, so that's, like, the red herring. It's going to be some other guy. But no, that was that was just him. It was the super obvious guy with burns on his face. Yeah. Yeah. What's with this naming scheme for these episodes? It's like they're trying to like mimic the sort of way that they named the episodes in the original. Yeah, but they, but probably for copyright like reasons, they didn't want them to. Into a an, an algorithm that's kind of like combine music genres with space things yeah no that's all it is that's all it is it <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what it is it. it had nothing it to do with it. music like the original one did episodes were all named after like songs and like albums and stuff yeah yeah none of that no we, didn't get, we don't have a single rolling stones album in here a supernova supernova symphony symphony is that supposed to be like a champagne supernova bittersweet symphony no, maybe it's just, it's just an illiterate guys. Don't we know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even gonna no, look at that. Alliteration. Yeah. That's the only. Is there a supernova in that episode? No, there isn't. Because there's no budget for a supernova. Not a symphony either. Yeah. No symphony either. Good. <laughs> Definitely can afford that. Um. All right. Let's move on to the dog. Dog Star Swing episode three. So this the is the one the where you sucked. Can anybody back me up on this? What? Uh, it wasn't really there. Like what sucked? The the dog. They couldn't find a more charismatic corgi to play Ein. Ein? I don't know. I felt the lose. dog was. I think the dog was underutilized. Although rewatching the original, Ein doesn't do nearly as much as I remember. No, Ein's yeah, just he's there to be cute, kind of chilling, and push buttons when we need like. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how do how does the crew figure out how to solve this puzzle? And they're like, uh, the dog does it. <laughs> the dog. So also, have the fucking dog do it. And also, like, did they change it so he's not a data dog? It's just that dogs are so rare in the future that just oh, yeah. by virtue of being that, a dog, he is extremely valuable. Up. 
so hard. Like I, I literally like dogs are rare and over with like five question marks. I didn't. I don't hate that. <laughs> I actually thought that was kind of clever. But then they still kind of used his data dog stuff for later. So that's but, where I, where I got confused. Yeah. The problem is if dogs are super rare, it doesn't make sense to turn them into like weird mobile computers. Right. So yeah. it doesn't. Well. <laughs> He's not. They don't introduce at all that he's a data dog, do they? Well, he's not, he's not really a data dog. He's just like he's a dog with a dog. I don't know. They like shit downloaded they put a in crazy a, man's memories into for reasons on, that we don't talk about. He's got projectors in his eyes. Projectors in his eyes. Yeah, that was so dumb. We're gonna get to that. That was so dumb. Um, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. One, honestly, the, the biggest... Um, this is actually um, where I first called out the fact that Blue and Orange really carry the show. Um, what I hated the most about this was that we took from the show a really cool, like... It's just a Bruce Lee reference to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? In uh, Game of Death. That's that whole character, and it's cool, and he's one of, like, three guys that can actually fight Spike without just getting the shit beat out of him. And we turn it into, like, this weird nerdy guy for like most of the episode who just like hates rich people's dogs. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why did we like, we had a cool dude who was stealing a thing that made sense to steal. And we had like a fun mix up and we could do like the, Oh, this is just a dog. Why is it valuable? Kind of thing. And then we find out oh, later it is really valuable. And right. then, like, but instead it's just like, he just hates rich people and can't kill their dogs. So I guess he just starts Which, his own like main society. Kind of like eating the, like the gate, calamity thing or whatever it is because doesn't he talk about how his family all got killed and the gate collapsed yeah, yeah. So like they're kind of planting the seeds there to like but then they never go anywhere with that at least in this season yeah, so yeah. you know it's a super easy way to do both uh hey my family was killed uh when the gate exploded and i was forced to commit crime so now i'm stealing sure. this data dog yeah. from the family but i used to like clean their house and they ran the data dog company or fucking whatever uh done did it uh yeah. we get I'm just both trying to make an effort <laughs> to call out where they had good ideas <laughs> i'm not saying any of those good ideas were executed very well but like there are just little moments where i'm like i see where you were going in the writer's room with that decision it's just like what the writing glimpses at doing well immediately gets fucked up in execution so it's just yeah. it's very frustrating and I, yeah. I think this, I, I wanted to talk about this earlier, but we kind of got off track. I think this is the perfect episode that, uh, that where I was like, okay, the action is just bad. Yeah, the because in the TV oh. show, yeah, the choreography is just like, it's so smooth and fluid and very, like you said, it's very Bruce Lee. Like it goes quickly. But in this one, it's like punch, cut, punch, cut, kick, cut. And it's like, it, it it's so slow and it it, it a lot of times the the, the action scenes just last too damn long. Yeah, I mean, in this episode in the anime, it's literally a Bruce Lee fight. Like they just yeah. animated it from one of his shows. Like like yeah, that's, that's I didn't the know whole that. bit. But yeah, I believe like that's it. The whole bit is yeah. that he's fighting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, in uh, Venus, what's a uh, waltz for Venus? I'm pretty sure like Spike gives that one dude almost line by line Bruce Lee like uh, uh training about, about the nunchucks right or oh. no the thing the, the, the wasp the, the, like, the, you have to be like water, like water. yeah that's yeah. absolutely that's almost like yeah, straight ripped out of a bruce lee movie no, yeah. it must flow like water 
Water takes yeah. the shape of its thing. If you're in a bowl, water is the shape of a bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Didn't fucking do that, though. No, I made it super lame. Also, so I got, I have a lot of notes in this episode. Okay, go for it. I, I watched it. Um, probably the angriest I have been um, in a non, like, violent situation probably my entire life. <laughs> like, this is the angriest I've ever been where, like, my physical safety um, wasn't in jeopardy. Um, partially because you made me do this. Um, and I will resent you. <laughs> We we didn't well, make you do anything. Wild. We said we're you doing this thing. Too. You are welcome to do it with us. You know, damn well I can't say no to literally anything, <laughs> um, especially if it's ranting about a thing on the internet. Um, yeah. Content, baby. <laughs> so the dogs being a thing, I hated it. Uh, I didn't. I think that if Ein were just like a super rare dog in the original, like maybe. But the fact that he's supposed to be a data, like, like there's like other shit that we've stripped away by virtue of like. We just didn't want to explain what data dogs were because we thought they were too silly, which takes us back again to we were embarrassed by our source material. Um, one, Spike answers a phone call from an unknown number. That's bullshit. <laughs> Fucking nobody in the history... Like, there's absolutely no way in the future that's the thing we start doing, right? Two, we fucking meet Vicious, like, through the eyes of our main characters via a phone call. Right? This we meet Vicious in the fight. anime. We meet him in a dope church fight, saving Faye. In the live action, it's a phone call from a dude who's just like, hear this? Dumb. Yeah, that scene was really bad. Vicious is such a little bitch. Faye makes no sense. Like, her whole weird, like, thing is awful. We've already talked about it. They got how Corgi's pee wrong. Like, that's how, like, <laughs> off-fucking base we are. Like, somebody CG'd, like, a corgi leg coming, like, way up to pee. Corgis don't pee that way. They squat down. They're just super short. That's, they don't do that. I'm sorry. Um, you think I CG'd that? I didn't think it was terribly, terrible casting. I confirmed with other corgi owners, because I have a corgi. Yeah. I know other people have corgis. And I was like, they were like, when his leg comes up, that's definitely somebody with, like, a green, like, hook so they can, like, yeah. green screen it out, like, pulling his leg up, right? Like, so that means the entire time that Corgi was on set, nobody took that dog out to pee to learn how a Corgi it. actually goes. I, I absolutely believe it. Also, this is with, with, like, the weird brothels and stuff. First of all, uh, Spike is now, like, a weird sex guy. Like, he's just, like, super into, like, weird sex like, and, like... He always probably was. Well, he's not though, because his whole bit is that he doesn't like women. <laughs> he mentions yeah, it, mentions he it a like lot. No, a lot, a no, lot. He doesn't like women with attitudes. That's not true. Sure. That is true. But here's the other thing, and I didn't know if we were going to talk about this or not. But like the whole weird bidet thing, <laughs> like he's this weird sex guy who's like into paying hookers like extra for like weird, unspoken, horrible future space sex acts. But like the idea of a bidet is he's just super grossed out. Like he just can't imagine jet liking of a day. Like I was just like, what the fuck? This is like, not a this is not a feasible future. Why are we talking about this? Also, yeah, there's no water. There's no water now. There's no way we've got spare water for fucking bidets in the future. In Mar <laughs> on Mars? Fuck you. And then like the weird giant like space hookah. Like, thank God we had a giant space hookah just like in the yeah. lobby of the bar so that we could shoot that, it to like that is actually full of opium. Like they're just <laughs> wasting all that fucking opium in their their display hookah. Yeah, right. Literally, like I have a note that just says, "Thank God that massive heroin hookah was there." <laughs> <laughs> like, and like Faye is like this like gets hit on by that lady, or is that the next episode? When does uh, Faye get hit on? That's I think not, I might have. Yeah, that's uh, the mechanic. Okay. Girl? 
that's she get, like we, we get a little that's down. like yeah that's okay. like episode six i think i might have skipped some things so the, the heroine yeah. hookah is in the the ein one right because like they go down and like they go to the the brothel uh, i don't i don't that's really no that's episode five because that's that's the one where we get uh jets all his background stuff so you're, you're kind of jumping around a little bit, but yeah, you're oh, right. I thought I thought the broth. This is how much this fucking runs together for me, guys. Is I thought the brothel episode was the same. Well, we can move on. If we want to move on from this. Yeah, episode, we can just move on. Right here, it just Jet brings Ein to his daughter, and then Alyssa's like, "Get this dog out of here." And he's oh, like, I forgot right. about that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna fucking <laughs> say. What the fuck, you? You can't have dogs be super rare and then have him walk in with one, and then the mom be like. Get that $200 million thing out of my home. What the fuck? I don't, I don't hate any of the Jet stuff. Honestly, I thought like... I, it, it's it's got, not... This has nothing to do with Jet as a character. Yeah. You can't say that this dog is so rare that people who literally fly around the galaxy all the fucking time have never seen one before. You happen to get one. Give it to your daughter instead of selling it. And your ex-wife sees a incredibly expensive dog. And she just goes... Get that you can't have that here. I mean, they they did have a line that like explained why. And it's like you're not gonna make them fall in love with something that yeah. Well, uh, that but she was like, you know, we can't afford the taxes on it. Yeah. And you know, that was just a line explaining why. Like they had they had the the thought before they had the explanation. You know, it. it I it, think it's taxes. Are they gonna claim the dog on their taxes? That's something that's that rare. Right. It's so rare that Faye's literally never seen one. Yeah, and it so, is so like, rare that like be, when they it, saw it, 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 they were like, "Holy shit, that's a dog. dog owners on a planet." You'd probably have to pay some kind of taxes, and it explains why only rich people really have them, and why it's a symbol of privilege and wealth. It's fine. Sell the dog. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know what? Well, I, I will say though, um, one of the, I think, low key MVPs of this entire uh, live action remake, who never drops the ball in the very few little bits of screen time they get is the guy who's fucking Jet's wife. Chalmers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is he even in he, the original? Or is he a totally Yeah, new he's a bit part, but yeah, he's in it. But yeah, he's he's honestly like a, an interesting character with a pretty good arc, like a better yeah. arc than most of the people in the show. <laughs> he's, he's pretty solid. He's actually yeah, dude, his best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, know, you guys have told me, you know what? You know, Don't like, work out with me, Bob. Charmel's been Charmel's a spinoff series. I just want to follow this guy. <laughs> just, just being, a, just trying to connect with his daughter that isn't really his. I just yeah. felt like all the all the Jet backstory stuff just kind of worked for me. I yeah. always liked the like I liked the Alyssa backstory from the original. So I'm kind of sad that that's probably not going to happen now. Oh yeah, no, that's like, definitely different. Um, I just still think it's good. Yeah, like I, 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 I agree because like well. What was what was great about the original is, is is yeah they were all these loners like they they all kind of had no one so they they bonded over that even though they were all kind of fucked up and they had a hard time bonding but they kind of just did because they were around each other and and you do get, you do lose you do lose that when Jet has a family. That... I'm comfortable with changes here and there. If right, right. Creating a, a new kind of story that can function a little bit better i just i don't look forward to like his dog like his like we're gonna completely forget about this dude's kid yeah 
until we need to like like it's gonna be a plot device that comes back he's gonna get kidnapped so much dude yeah he's gonna be in danger she's gonna be on the the spaceship on vacation that's gonna be like the speed two thing where like it's gonna get blown up and uh, yeah it's just this weird contrived coincidence where she's always in danger Hopefully they're smart enough not to do the whole kidnap thing again because they already oh, did man. it. But like, I, 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 I they might. They might. <laughs> what is the world like for you? How many? How many singing? Um, Jesus, it's not Woodland as fucking Rangers miserable as yours, me. Danny. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, but I am with Kevin on this one. I, I think it's okay that she's got or that she exists. And and I, I don't know. I, I like I like that he's got a daughter. I don't know. Do we want to hop to the next episode, or we still have more to say about this one? So, Callisto's soul is the uh, eco terrorist. Yeah, and I actually have to say this was one of the better episodes for me. I swung really hard between being like, "Oh, this is good," to like, "Oh my god, I hate this." Back to us, okay again. Um, I love the change uh, of the virus. The it's world building because they're actually going into in your. Uh-oh. We're learning a little bit about how, like, the terraforming works, and you have this, like, this thing that turns people into trees. <laughs> Which it was is really fucked up to watch it happen. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I thought it was kind of, I kind of, I just liked it. And, and the whole, and you're folding in phase, like, uh, my funny Valentine arc into, like, kind of the whole season, and you're planting the seeds here, which I think, like, for, for restructuring it to be more of a western style show rather than the like japanese anime like 26 episodes of individual stories i think it makes sense to take some of those arcs and stretch them out and kind of like adjust them a little bit and i think they did it well by kind of setting up her backstory in this episode without going fully into it yeah that's a good point i don't i I still think i like them turning into monkeys more than trees though i mean turning into a monkey to me seems much more terrifying because it's like a long lasting permanent thing where like if you turn into a tree i feel like you're just dead like you have no more consciousness anymore at that point but like the thing like you have to make that change because you have to um because like the episodes are twice as long trees don't go anywhere let's be real this this set did not budget monkeys true that i'm sure that i'm sure that factored into it the the monkeys are barely in the anime they just show like the yeah that's true easy to throw away a monkey for one half of a scene in an anime because you just have to draw it and then forget about it but like they had to like get trained monkeys and monkey you gotta hire a monkey well you would (laughs) and you gotta hire a cg team to transition a dude into a monkey you got to go through all the legal to put all of these actors in a room with a bunch well, of... Well, no, I mean, it's all CGI like, monkeys, right? You you call the Planet of the Apes guys in, and it's oh, all CGI monkeys. Oh, God, no, monkeys. I would not want to see CGI monkeys. It's all CGI I, monkeys. I, for big for a number of reasons, I'm okay with the trees. I, I, I do like the trees. The monkeys are fun. The monkeys are fun. I like that you could... Um, because that's how, they, that's how they discover um, that one it's a construction site. Because everyone's a tree already, like they get there yeah. and they're yeah. like, "Oh, cool!" Like they've been here, and I was like, oh, "This is a good, I dig it." The farm, um, yeah. Honestly, is... the eco, the eco terrorists within themselves kind of had like a decent. It they felt very similar to the anime in a good way. Yeah, this is my least favorite um, episode of the anime. I think it's a lot of people's. It is one of the weaker links links in the anime because it's kind it of did. in that early. It's when it's in the early one they're like batting a hundred. And then they just have this one episode that it's like, isn't this like episode yeah. four? 
it's it's, super it's early. real early yeah and it's, like, it's also yeah. it's almost too cartoony because they're like eco-terrorists but like yeah. because like they're built off of a previous just like activism group that like wasn't terrorists yeah so all of their marketing stuff is still very like cheerful and like save the planet while they're like murdering people which i think was meant to be funnier than it really is because like I, he would kill everybody and then like drop a canister that looks like a grenade and then I it would remember, be like rats. yeah i remember the i think the last time i watched through coward bebop on this episode i thought this episode is boring but there's so much potential to do this better in a live action remake yeah. i remember thinking that the last time i watched this episode thinking like this is one of the ones that has the most fodder for being able to like bring something more to these characters and i don't know yeah the problem is it's a very fey heavy episode and i think fey missed the mark the most yeah but fey i really think they needed to just embrace that they were turning her into a totally different character because the further this fey gets away from the fey we know i think the most it works yeah. it's when yeah. you're trying to make this fey act like the fey we love that it yeah. just is cringe because it was at, like, at this point that i one-liners it was at this point that i hated Faye the most yeah in the later episodes the episode on right hmm? is this the one where she uh hooks up with that lady no i don't think so because she's too, she's very active in the, in the in the she was a b plot in that episode spike and jet were off doing something and she was just yeah banging the mechanic yeah that um, was that was episode six when when they like first talk about ed and they do the whole dr londa's thing and spikes in the the machine with the thing on his eyes oh, oh that that, that, is that the one i'm That's gonna be honest that i watched that episode really drunk i want to wrap up callisto's soul and then move on to the next one i don't think there's that I much wanna, more to say i do want to ask one question i was about to ask before we stopped um how do you feel about the change in the ending um is that with where Faye like sacrifices her ship um uh, i mean yeah probably, what, i mean what part that, of it what part of the so end? in the original they have the virus on board mm -hmm. because spike slipped it into her like pocket as she like went by yeah and then like um uh, because they get stuck in hyperspace right and then like they close the hyperspace gap and like the missiles don't blow up everybody we can't do that because on any budget mm -hmm. um but then crazy. like the thing comes out of her pocket and like shatters and they all like it's like implied that they're all doomed to be monkeys in hyperspace right right hyperspace monkeys band name call it um in the live action it's like a disgruntled like member of the organization it's the daughter her daughter it's the daughter yeah it's like a yeah. daughter just like pulls out the grenade and just goes i don't like you <laughs> yeah i love it. Kills yeah. Both. <laughs> i thought that was cool too yeah i it, they both have their merits. Like I think the uh, the anime had like, more of a goofy feel to this episode, whereas this, I mean, this whole the whole live action is goofy, is camp for yeah. sure. But um, um, this one they didn't go with that just absurd ending. They went with a more, I I I might say, barring the obvious like lack of quality that this entire live action has. On paper, I think Callisto's soul is kind of an improvement upon the source material. I only ask because to me, that is like the perfect microcosm of like changes made, right? Because in the anime, we get this sort of insight, like, because like Spike's like fucking with that thing, pretending like he doesn't know what it is while she gets like super nervous because she knows what it is. And then he, we find out at the end of the episode, he noticed, right, that this thing is bad and then he slips it on her. 
And if we don't have that moment, that takes away a sort of like glimpse into Spike's character and becomes more of a like. Interesting. There's just clearly there's inner turmoil because like she's been yelling at her kids the entire time. And then like they just finally snap and they're like, instead of going to prison, I'm going to turn us both into trees and kill both of us. And I felt again, this is one of those if it was just a standalone show, I'd be like, that's fine. Perfectly good way to end it. Right. Like we're just finally fed up and, you know, our master plan didn't work for you. We're both going to die. But it's just another time where we like could have had like a really interesting look into like a character and a fun flashback that would have had some subtlety to it. And it's just gone. It's I'll gone. have to take your word for that one. Cause like, I don't remember I, that about Spike. Right. I feel like he just learned what he it was throughout that all the time. Like he's always like, right. Things in and out of people's pockets and like, Sort of like being more aware of the situation than he lets on. Yeah, but and that's like I, I, our first with, glimpse of it. With this one specifically, I felt like he just learned what that thing was throughout the course of the episode. I I feel like we got that more in the casino episode from Spike when he like um is pickpocketing the chip, which that's that's an episode I'm sad we didn't get some yeah. version of because I think that's a great introduction for Faye and the fact that they got rid of that whole episode and then just pushed her into asteroid blues kind of sucks um, that would have been i yeah yeah when we opened on the casino i was like oh we're just gonna cut straight the Faye as like blackjack dealer which realistically they probably could have combined those entire two episodes into the pilot for this they should have honestly decided... if it's me i think you do that opening and then you flash back and yeah. then you do the lead up yeah. And you tell them in two different kind of... You do the memento thing, right? Like, you have them kind of all blowing up. And then, like, maybe have Faye save them at, like, I the very end of that thing. As a, as a storytelling device. Speaking of flashbacks as a storytelling device, one of the main writers on this, uh, Javier Grillo Marksuch, was one of the uh, lead writers when Lost was good. Oh, yeah. And so that's why I really had hopes that this might actually have some legs, because he's kind of the guy that came up with all the lore and, like, Damon Lindelof really credits him as being one of the guys instrumental in unfucking what J.J. Abrams fucked on Lost. <laughs> and um, It really is a career path nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I really, I, I'm disappointed in, in him specifically. I don't know how much he was, he was credited as, as an executive producer for this show. So he must have had some kind of serious influence on it. But um, I don't know. I just, I would have expected a little bit better. And that's sad. Were there specific episodes that he wrote? Do you know? Um, he specifically wrote... Let me see. I can actually pull that up here right now. Uh, he's he's an executive producer for the entire thing. Okay. He specifically wrote... Uh, the Austin Crew. He wrote one episode. He's credit is writing what episode i'm going to figure out which one that was okay he wrote the clown okay which it's one of the only good episodes that was <laughs> yeah. that was that was that one worked all right go so that, makes, that makes sense okay yeah um let's uh let's continue on though if we're good oh real quickly i want to talk about how we feel about Faye basically giving up her ship and that being the thing that strands her on the bebop she like sacrifices her ship, right? Yeah. She, like to take out a missile and then, and then and we think Jet was... and Spike went and go went to found went and found her and brought her back to the ship. 
Yeah. And like, that's I mean, why she's know, with like, the crew. Okay, camaraderie here. I, I, I remember at the time thinking, okay, so they've, that works sort of. Yeah. And I, I do like, cause Spike does say I didn't want to, but Jet was like, it's the least we could do. And which, that which makes funny. sense for Jet and Spike. And I, I do does. like that. But it's also funny that in the moment when it's happening, Spike is the one that knows what she's doing. Spike's the one that she's like, she's saving her ass. So it's like, it's cool that Spike doesn't, will not fess up to how much he recognized what she did. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think yeah. that was a good character moment. For yeah, Spike. and that, that does feel very Spike. Yeah. Doesn't, I don't know if it feels very Faye, though. It it feels this version of Faye. I think. Yeah. I think if it were in the like, in the anime, there probably is like more focus on her like decision to do it. Like it would have been like I'm not gonna screw you guys. It's not my problem. You get like a little more back and forth, and then it's like whatever. And then she like does it. Um, it I, I feel like in the anime, it would have been a little bit more um, random, spur of the moment. Her not even realizing what she's doing, but kind of accidentally doing it. And then going along with it and just kind of accepting their gratitude. Like that feels more like the Fae from the anime, whereas this Fae seems like she's got a little yeah. bit more of a heart. Of, well, Fae still had a heart of gold, but it was very, very deep. Whereas this Fae, I think, is a little bit more of a good person closer to the surface. Well, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about where I'm like, I try not to get too into like, would that person like say or do this thing when it's sure. like a different medium? Because it's like, maybe. Maybe not. Like, I could buy it either way. And if it wasn't the original, you'd be like, yeah, that was a kind of weird break from character, but it's still believable. And I think that, that kind of falls into that area. Yeah. And I, from a writing perspective, we just needed to, we needed to find a reason to keep her on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Which I I, th I think it was all right. They did it all right. I, I don't hate that decision from a writer perspective. Yeah. yeah. Do we want a Dark Side Tango? Dark Side Tango, uh, baby. This is Black Dog Serenade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... This is a good episode, I think. I, it's, I think it's half good. I think the jet not, parts of it are very good. Yeah. Um, I think even the Spike and Faye stuff is silly, but it, it's decent character development when they're just like sitting in the bebop and they can't agree on a bounty to go after and they just are bragging about people they've bagged in the past. It feels, that feels like we're starting to like, at least this version of Cowboy Bebop is starting to settle into what it wants these characters to be. I hate bottle episodes. I love bottle episodes. I love episodes. bottle episodes. Yeah, <laughs> not for me. I hate bottle. I hate them. I hate bottle episodes. This isn't a full oh. bottle episode. No, it's a half bottle. Twice, the parts with Jet are very good. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other half, which is just a bottle episode, talking about shit that I, I don't care. Dude, I don't some care. Of the best it doesn't matter to me. Episodes are bottle episodes, though. Yeah, man. Toys in the <laughs> Attic. Toys in the Attic is, is such a good one. bottle episode. Yeah. Which one's Toys in the Attic? The the, the lobster in the fridge that kills everyone. Yeah. I fucking hate that episode. <laughs> I skipped it. <laughs> skip oh, it's so good. I hate it. I was oh, on a time man. crunch, and I was like. I don't even like this episode. I skipped it. I hate it. Oh, no. man, you shouldn't have skipped it. It's way better. It's probably better than you remember it. I'm just going to yeah. say that. Yeah. The thing is, it's just a ripoff of the of the Blob, which is a movie I really like. And uh, Yeah, uh, everything uh, in Cowboy Bebop is just a ripoff of something, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's, and that's honestly, they, not they, to get too far from what we're doing here, 
the reason I think the live action doesn't work as well is because Bebop is a bunch of like influences from stuff. And then the live action is influenced from the influenced thing. Yeah. And yet you've learned anything from the film multiplicity. You never make a clone of a clone. <laughs> and that's what we've done here. It doesn't work. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I, that's, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of like that argument. I can see that for sure. Like, it's very, like, if somebody, like, if I turned my camera off and Arnold Schwarzenegger was, like, in my house right now, and I did an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, and actual Arnold Schwarzenegger talked into my microphone, you would think my impression was better. Because you don't actually know what he sounds like. <laughs> you just know what all the impressions sound like. Like, we're just so used to these, like, impressions of impressions that I feel like... Yeah. <sighs> I think that's the the biggest thing they miss is like why why is the heart and soul gone? It's because we're doing an intim like an imitation of an imitation. It was a tribute even in its original form. So yeah, tributes to tribute sound weird because it's like why are we trying to do a send up of a Kareem Abdul Jabbar imposter again? Right? Like it's like <laughs> another. It's like a third. That's yeah. You make yeah. a solid argument there. I mean, I mean yeah. you just think about what on its surface level bebop like the original bebop is i mean it's it's a it's a sci-fi space western noir like it's it's already this mashup of all different kinds of things and then you just look at the episode titles and you there's influences from all different kinds of genres of music and it is just this mashup that works really well and that is why yeah. I, I think the jet parts of this episode work that's kind of why i bring it up well, the jet parts are so similar. Like they, right? They have so few liberties. They're super similar, but yeah. like the reason that it doesn't have the same emotional impact is the originals are influenced by a bunch of like very specific like noir films and stories, and like yeah. they meet in like a rundown drive-in, and they're watching remember. old movies because there's like this whole we can't let go of the past thing because Jet's pretending to be a cop again, like, and when you try to imitate that less budget uh it's still good i kind of remember black dog serenade being kind of a slow episode though oh it's super like, slow but that's the and, and just it. thinking like i this is the one that i kind of get bored in the middle of even though it's only 20 yeah. minutes long i i always feel like and it's good it's like, like it's one of my favorite episodes good episode but i just always remember this is the one that i kind of zone out and get bored and like kind of lose track of what's going on in the middle because i'm just i don't know why it just it, it no, it's because uh, it's super noir they yeah. convey a lot through dialogue as opposed to usually bebop's very like and very, no, don't it's tell slow, and it's yeah. slow and it's down tempo and it's like you don't have spike dancing through zero gravity doing fucking bruce lee moves like no yeah it's jet in a trench coat and we slowly pan over in black and white to another old guy in a trench coat yeah yeah and then the light kicks on and you get shot and whatever yeah like. but this is something that it just seemed very inconsistent to me as to where like you, okay so if you're a fan of the original show you you know how the story's gonna go you know fad is the dirty cop that screwed jet over the whole time i think you know that anyway they foreshadow like they foreshadow like they beat you over the head with these death probably maybe cops. i mean i don't remember the first time i watched it i don't fucking no, remember I mean, it's been action, so long live action no the live action they beat you oh over the, the live head. action oh it's super obvious. Uh, i don't know i it, Who do you think the dirty say. cop is? Oh, I don't know. Like, get the fuck well, out of here. Like, but again, I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm thinking that through the lens of having watched their show already. Like, I I can't say, like, if, if I showed this to, you know, my brother or something, like, if he 
he's never watched the original, would he immediately pick that up? I, yeah, I don't so, know. I think I'd watch... is actually better in this one because they've already introduced that Chalmers guy and they really are, are playing you to think he's the dirty cop. Yeah. And, and I and... didn't, I don't know. I haven't seen this. I watched it after I watched the live action and I haven't seen the original for like probably eight years. Yeah. And so I, I had kind of forgotten a lot of this stuff and I was like, and you still immediately oh cool. yeah no your partner's you're an idiot like this is why you're not a cop anymore you suck at being a cop because obviously the dirty cop is the fucking guy driving the car you're dumb <laughs> okay but anyways my, my whole point of this is like it's it's very faithful to the original and it's great because of that but then like even the way the story is told again like you don't know till the end who the bad guy is you know you don't know who he is but then, like, when, when you get to Faye's backstory, they change it so much, and they just tell you up front, this is the bad guy. And, like, and maybe we should talk about it more when we get to that episode, but, like... It might be the next episode, so... we if... It's two more episodes. But, yeah, we'll talk about that more, I guess, when we get to it. But I just... Yeah. I, I think the way that they changed Faye's story, and they kept, they kept this part of Jet's story so faithfully original, was just... It was contrary to each other. And it was kind of the way the whole show was. Well, I can I can tell you why. I think my my theory anyway. Okay. Um, Jet story is super easy, right? It's just a good cop who got screwed over by his dirty partner. We can do that super easy. We don't have the budget for the space prison. That's okay. We'll just use a bunch of storage containers. Mm -hmm. uh, phase story required me to watch the entire show um and takes a bunch of time to explain and we have to have like vhs and betamax tapes and like ultimately it's just so much easier <laughs> to just make up our own thing like, i don't know man because like that the whole the whole um what's his name whitney haggis matsumoto like he's only in one episode well maybe two but like they explain that whole story arc in 20 minutes yeah, but like then we get like the tapes that get sent from her like childhood to her and like they sort of... into one episode because in my uh, well, let's let's wait to talk about yeah, okay. that until we actually right. get to Galileo hustle though because I, okay. I I'm gonna keep coming back to the fact that like the reason Jet gets to be the best part of the live action remake is because everything about Jet existed in the Netflix algorithm machine already. That's that's a fair Maybe. point. Yeah. I think like, you can, you can definitely make that argument. I think. uh jet was the easiest to translate because it was yeah he's this like weird mother bear like pseudo parental figure who got done dirty by the law and that's why he's a bounty hunter but he's still got a code of ethics and even then like half of the guys from the wire so like yeah, even then, have... he was a he was a send off to send up to like classic noir tropes and they knew what they were doing when they wrote him that way in the anime like he was just it was well, yeah i mean and this was written by a bunch of like people who work in like Marvel and like other, like, like those guys have all seen cast. Like those guys probably all wrote very long papers on like Casablanca and like all these other, like old black and white films for like, somehow we're not able to like write noir as effectively as a Japanese woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but again, but it's because we're doing like, we're doing an imitation of this Japanese woman's noir and imitation of actual noir. So like they kind of got the point and therefore did it better, but we're still trying to cram stuff from a universe that we just aren't in. And right. like, that's why everything feels weird. It's like, oh, here's this moment from the original. Why doesn't this work? Because I do give them that's what we're doing right now. Credit, and we'll t I'm going to save this point for 
sad clown of Gogo. But do you guys want to move on to binary two stuff, yes. or do we have more to talk about? And I think we no, yeah, we're good. Let's go um, binary two step is basically brain scratch. He goes in. I, I don't think it's nearly as compelling as being the kid in the coma who's doing all this. Yeah. In the end, um, I do think the episode is cool, kind of in its own right for what it does. It kind of sets up Spike's backstory in a way without actually forcing you to meet Vicious and Julia. It can still kind of put them into this episode and kind of establish everything. That being said, the the fact that they did this doesn't really mean anything because you've already forced Vicious and Julia into too much of this story at this point. So, like, seeing them here is not very cool. It's kind of like, oh, God, the shitty characters are infiltrating, like, the part of the show that's actually kind of fun. You want to hear one of my notes? What's... Thank God we introduced Julia in a shitty side character way. <laughs> You know what, Julia, like that actress, she was her and John Show were the only two people I'd even heard trying, of. Man. They're trying so hard. She, just... She's not a bad actress. It's just that this script was just what she was handed was such hot garbage. No one in the right. show is bad at their job. They are I, like, yeah. like even the guy who plays Vicious, that dude is trying so hard, man. Like Vicious That's sucks. But like the script is like he, he's half those lines, like if you like you were to ever watch this again, like don't. But like, if you were to ever watch this again, every time Vicious is on screen, don't think this is Vicious. Instead, pretend you're that actor, and you have been told to, in all seriousness, <laughs> say these things as a high-ranking mafia member. Comes the most compelling character immediately, and then be like, like again, like the true character that I relate to is no one who's actually in this like universe. It is the man playing Vicious. <laughs> That is like I want that movie. Where's where's the biodoc of this guy being like I am classically trained British actor. I have done Hamlet, and I'm fucking doing this bullshit. <laughs> this dude probably watched the cartoon. And he was like, "Dope! I'm gonna have like four lines. I'm gonna get a paycheck. I'll get a Funko Pop of my face. This is awesome." And they're like, "Here's your script," and like a fucking like encyclopedia dropped on his desk. Voice. No, is he? yeah i haven't i hadn't seen him in anything and like this I, same thing like i hadn't seen anybody in anything except for john cho i've seen elena satine who is julia she was in uh magic city which wasn't a great show but she was she was decent in it she's not she's she's not a bad actress is the point like yeah, it's just this that show julia just doesn't <laughs> show that actor. so this um, is something i don't know if you guys like care as much or notice as much as i do uh, but the amount of Dutch angles in this series oh, yeah. <laughs> are everywhere, and like literally half my notes are just me typing out the word Dutch Other angles Dutch in all angle. caps. Cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Literally, Dutch angles, drink, uh, it'll, you'll die. That's the only rule you need. <laughs> yeah. And this fucking episode, because it's like supposed to be like trippy computer stuff, like like uh, the cameraman is a pirate. Like he's just a man who's just like missing part of his leg and just everything is fucking sideways for the mm -hmm. entire goddamn episode. Dutch angles and cowboy drop. I don't think there were. There well, yeah, that's be. what I was about to say. Like, I, I feel like the show had a, a lot of Dutch angles. That's what I'm saying. I, there are so many. Maybe, like, everything has Dutch angles. Like, it's just a, uh, it's yeah. a framing device, you know? It's just like, yeah. if things are, if you want to make your audience feel kind of uncomfortable, you tilt the camera a little or bit. Or just like, alien, or just feel like you're not... Like, a little weird, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, like, between that and like the fucking fisheye lenses, like every time somebody looks at the camera, they put the fisheye lens on it, and then like Vicious's face looks all fucked up and weird. Because I think we're supposed to make Which, him look scary. That was something that the anime did a lot, though. Did the like the POV fisheye anime thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like you know how much Dragon Ball did that? 
in a cartoon it works a little better yeah because it's a cartoon and we can draw your face like kind of morph a little bit to make it like kind of make sense um, like it's I, don't know, I hated it i just it was too much like every time it was done but like the dutch angles drove me nuts another thing that drove me nuts about this episode i apologize i've sort of taken over your point here but i gotta get this out because it's important if dogs are so rare no one's ever seen them and they are i'll use those computers for some reason and it's this big deal and there's the taxes are so high on dogs no non-rich person could ever own one. How the fuck are there CRT monitors everywhere and no one gives a shit? CRT monitors are everywhere in this episode and those are hard to find now. Like those old like tube TV monitors are fucking yeah. everywhere and I nobody mean, gives a shit. I mean, that, that plays to a bigger problem in that this is a... And they have like reel-to-reel computers and like that's fine. Like that's like a normal thing. Like nobody gives a shit. Like... This is a this is a recreation of a vision of the future created in the nineties. So like the the aesthetic of what the future is gonna look like with a bunch of broken ass shit is inevitably like a bunch of old PCs. And that's the way that like they that's the way that like Watanabe like created his vision of the futures in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. And they and just in the show it makes sense because you can just tell me they and, exist. But like you can't can't move them over because you can't tell me all of the dogs are dead well then uh, i mean it, it goes, <laughs> like, if you're gonna it's... nitpick that then you're you're you have to nitpick like the amount of old technology that they just have in the show like the giant yeah. fucking cell phones the giant like every everything is everything is 90s future yeah that's just a stylistic choice that that's i'm totally stylistic. fine with because it would have felt it would have felt weird to me if if they had lcd screens i'll be like that's not bebop it CRT is. Is, is is bebop. And, and I throw a line. Oh man, I, you, monitor, I, crazy. I don't think the aesthetic really worked in this version the same way it works in the anime. Like it's very awkward, and it and it often leaves you thinking like like the VHS thing for Faye is especially jarring now because for the same fucking reason. It's like VHS are already like an a relic in two thousand. 21 in the anime like, they like acknowledge it like they have to like track did. down yeah they like literally dig through like the sewer it's like to find half, like one. yeah it's like 80 percent of an episode is jet and spike yeah. going to find a vcr i don't know i hated this episode and i watched it drunk which is really like the best case scenario <laughs> and like not a, it's not a great episode i mean i i kind of want to talk about the fae b plot more than i want to talk about the the brain scratch shit because i, okay. I feel like they totally I mean, butchered what was cool I, about that I do have one note on the actual like a plot of this, and it is like just another like I think this is the perfect microcosm of like we set a bunch of stakes, and then immediately destroy them. Like it's like oh here's Julia, and Spike is gonna like try to get her to come with him, which like doesn't really make any sense because we've already like established her as like a shitty character, uh, and but now Spike's like come with me, and then the show we just game. kill her right away, and it's like oh shit. That's a crazy thing that just happened. And it's like, oh, just kidding. None of that's real. And we're going to do it four more times. We're just going to keep watching and like work. Like, it's just. Why is any of this happening? Like, what does, what does this like serve that. to the audience other than like. The shitty copy paste of this scene over and over again. We don't learn anything from it because none of it's real. Spike doesn't change as a character because of it. Like, we just don't really get a lot. And like, it doesn't make vicious cool because vicious isn't scary like i don't give a shit that vicious is killing people or threatening vicious to kill people scary because the show has already successfully made him not scary 
If yeah. Vicious was only the Vicious in this episode, he'd be a lot closer to the anime Vicious. Yeah. No, like, if he had a line in this episode, he's just killing. Yeah. If Julio you just over again. if he wasn't doing dumb bullshit and it was just like him being like, "Hey, I'm here, motherfucker," and like just like killing Julia, and then then that gives you something, right? Because then it's like, "Oh, right, this threat exists." Spike is aware that threat exists, and it's like in his head to a point where like he can't get it out. We're gonna have to deal with this threat later. But I have been watching Vicious be like a whiny little bitch. Yeah. For every many episodes, it's like I don't care. It's like, oh, you're not actually this scary. Like you're just a fucking nerd with like a, a fucking otaku sword. Like he's gonna bust out his fucking Beyblade shit. Like fuck him. Like I just I don't care. It and does like, seem like he just has that sword to be cool. Like he's not. A, yeah. He's just like, hey guys, I got yeah. a sword. Yeah, like he's like, like he's a kind of trench coat who like comes to school after getting bullied with his fucking katana that he bought on eBay to like That's scare me. people. Yeah, he's the leader of the syndicate. I'll yeah, my sword. I run a gang with my friends. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking like, and honestly, if Total Recall does something better than you outside of having three boobs, just don't do it. Just give up on it. Just let it go entirely. It's just. Anyway, it's, sorry. We can talk about the B plot now. I, just, show, I hate it. A show uh, from the early 2000s on ABC called Daybreak. It was a Tay Dig show. Oh, yeah. that it was I remember Groundhog Day, and he just kept reliving, and like he was just always trying to save his girlfriend. Like, that's what this episode reminded me of. Because I actually loved that show. I think it was, like, way, way too good for, like, the circumstances it came out under. But, like, it, it was, it, this felt like the exact same plot. And I'm sure they didn't, they've never seen that show, so they don't really know what they were doing. But it was a total yeah. ripoff. I mean, if we want to do the Groundhog's Day thing, where Bill Miller keeps trying to save the homeless guy, and no matter what he does, the homeless guy always dies at the end, and, like, that's this episode of him trying to save Julia as, like, a you-can't-escape-your-past-you've-doomed-this-woman kind of thing. Like, that's a great theme. I can get behind that. But it was, like, kind of, except it wasn't, because it was more about the, the AI trying to get him to relinquish the thing that mattered so it could take over his brain, which was... The, the yeah. original Brain Scratch story was so much cooler than this. Like, there was, like, a whole cult around it, which they kind of implied at the beginning, but then it immediately falls apart because you get no development there. Right. And yeah. then it all was like some sad kid in a coma that was trying to like create and he did it on accident, which is still kind of, it's just, it was much better. This yeah. was not much better than just an AI, just an unthinking that, AI that was just, which is just so killing cliche. people. Yeah. yeah. But Faye, Faye, lesbian Faye, how do we feel about it? Uh, My beef was not with Faye being a lesbian. My beef was with uh, Faye getting hit on and, like, being super weird about it. Like, we spend all this time trying to, like, make Faye this, like, very, like, aggressive outward person who, like, calls everyone dickwads and motherfuckers. And then as soon as, as, soon as somebody's like, hey, you're cute. She's just like, well, this, like, this speaks to what I think the show, like, this version of Faye, I think works. I think this episode, Faye, I actually kind of liked Faye in this episode. And I don't like her in most of the other episodes. But I think when they're just accepting that they're going to create a totally different character that just has basically the same backstory, but a very different personality, I think a totally alternate version of Faye can potentially work. And I, I liked, I, I kind of liked her thing with the mechanic. I thought it was decent. I think I would have liked it if this episode were earlier, but like it just yeah. really gets in the way of who she's been the entire series. And it's like, oh, we've just thrown away everything. You see, I think she snaps back and forth. I think she has these moments where she just seems like an awkward nerd who just like gets thrown into this shit and she's trying to like 
But then when she's supposed to be the badass femme fatale, I don't think she plays that well at all. I think cool. that is just always cringe. But That's like, a, uh, yeah. This is what I, I do start to like come back around to liking Faye. Too, because like, like we were talking about like uh, uh, in the Callisto Soul episode, like I I didn't like her in that episode, and and it's exactly like you were saying when they were just like, okay, this is just it's a different Faye. And it's like once you kind of accept that, and I kind of start to like her again. Yeah, for very like, different reasons than like, I like the original thing. That's that's my beef with it, though. I I, I agree. If this was a standalone thing. Don't play around the actress's strengths. Don't try to fit this actress into what they think Faye should be. Right. But it's still not the Faye we've seen the last all the other episodes. And like, it's, I don't know. To me, it feels like it speaks to like a bunch of dudes who couldn't figure out how to write a confident woman. So like you you get this swing between like she Which just is yells everybody and the then turns in be like fixing the poorly written female characters in Cowboy Bebop. But that's the thing like it they're like oh she's like a confident like badass so she's going to yell at everybody and like not take anybody's shit. But then also we want her to fuck a lady um and then she's going to be like a total pushover and it's I just I really feel like if we had just written her as a person totally inaccurate though i mean i i do know some girls who are into girls and they're a lot tougher when they're not around girls that they think are cute they just basically turn into dumb dudes when they are yeah. around a cute girl and that's what happened with Faye here she's just like oh you're pretty yeah and and didn't know because she's not a very socialized person, so it's not that hard to believe that she wouldn't really know how to deal with this situation. And I think it's something that was showed an interesting amount of like foresight on the these writers' part because they recognize that while Faye works as a character in the anime, I don't think you can just throw a hot girl onto this spaceship and with like no sexual tension at all and have it work in a like an anime western not not anime like on a netflix like western series because that like in an anime you can everybody's hot everybody's fuckable and everybody's asexual that's just kind of like how animes are but like yeah i i it would if i had weird. more faith in the writers i would believe that all of that was on purpose i think it was i i give them a little bit of credit for for knowing what they were doing here because like this whole throwing fey in this bottle episode after bottle episode with these two men and having no sexual tension the anime pulls that off because that's just kind of what you expect from an anime but like it would be very very hard to do here unless they had written into the plot some kind of reasons why there's not going to be really any chemistry between these characters yeah i honestly could see a bunch of like netflix execs being like so like how do these three people hook up so yeah, there's like somebody has to like they don't, they never do. And they're like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Somebody's yeah. gotta fuck. <laughs> exactly. And you I I know some that happened in some kind of that happened in the writer's room, and then someone in the writer's room was like, No, that's not what these characters are. Spike and Faye are never gonna hook up. And they're like, Well, why not? And they're like, Well, maybe Faye's a lesbian. How about that? And they're like, Yeah, yeah, that's great. And then so they went down that path. I just like, imagine all of the writers throwing their pins in there. Yes. <laughs> Fan service. <laughs> Uh, and I do like that her her this is really the first time you see that like she has lost her memory so much and she literally she doesn't even know that she's gay if she she doesn't know she's the the orgasm I, chat was a bit cringe yeah. but like it was, you, she it was on the nose. 
Right. But like she she doesn't know if she'd ever had an orgasm. Like she doesn't yeah. know anything. This is the first time I feel like they really delved into she doesn't know anything about herself. It's the first yeah. time Faye's hooked up with a girl. It, well, it, it I mean, could be. I mean, you, you don't know. She doesn't know. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't know. I mean, and the female orgasm is a myth anyway. So like it, I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got that. All right. <laughs> nope, that's staying in. Give me the name of the episode. Female orgasm myth. I've never seen it. It's my face. Uh, <laughs> okay. At least eight women. I went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know why. <laughs> uh, do we want to move? Should this be the transition into the the big Faye episode? I'm yeah, ready to yeah. talk about it. I'm very curious. I have strong opinions on this episode, but I'm curious what you guys feel about it. I think this is another one that in a way kind of worked. I, I, I don't I don't hate the idea of turning uh Whitney into like a mother figure because it, it plays into this version of Faye that like her issues, she's kind of got mommy issues. Mm-hmm. And and it also collapses what I think is I know you guys talked about how it makes sense that they spent an entire episode looking for a VHS player. I hate that episode. I think it's the one episode of the anime that I always skip because it is so drawn out and long for this one little payoff at the last like minute of the episode. They just took that end and they put it into the other Faye episode that's actually really good. And they just kind of brought it all together. I also think the weird Russian dude is kind of funny. Like I this this episode, I didn't hate. It's not great. Nothing in this show is great, but I didn't hate this episode. What's your thoughts, Danny? So, um, actually, uh, Jason, do you have? I don't want to like. I'm, I, I'm I do curious. have. I think probably more opinions about this episode than any of the others. So, uh, like, okay, I I didn't I didn't hate turning Whitney into a a mother figure. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Again, poor execution. execution. Yeah, it's not great. Poor execution. I Good sure idea, the Russian guy was kind of funny. And I think isn't this the episode where uh, um, Jet has, is the with his daughter's recital and everything, and like he's oh, dancing and like there's that whole fight going on. That I thought that was like I thought that was funny, and that kind of felt like bebop humor to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I like I like that part of it. Um, Zooming out the 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 fight choreography in that scene wasn't terrible. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It was doing what it intended to do, and it was just this goofy, like slapsticky fight happening. Yeah. With, well, like, there's less cuts, right? Because like, we're focused on Jet, and we're watching an yeah. actual fight happen. Like, it, it, like, <laughs> yeah. knows how to do the kung fu choreography. He's done that kind of thing. Right. Like it's accidentally their best fight in probably the entire show. Is the yeah. one in the background where it's just Spike getting mugged while yeah. Jet's dancing to his daughter's recital. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I just, I didn't like how the whole thing was this sexual fantasy, like role-playing thing. I thought that was, I thought that, that was, was dumb as hell. Yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, kind of what I was going back to like the, the jet thing, how his thing is very similar and, and face thing is, is very different with, with Whitney in the original one you were kind of along for this ride. Like you, you liked Whitney and, and you were, you were charmed by him and you were kind of falling in love with him as Faye was. You don't, you don't get that. Like there's no, you know, sort of big reveal. You just, you know, up front that Faye's mother's a piece of shit. And 
I feel like you just you lose you lose development of Faye and learning why she is the way she is. And and I I guess yes, it is a different Faye. So like they trade they trade development because you have moments of relating to her when she's watching her mom just like hit it off with Spike and Jet. And you're just thinking, and like Faye's just watching that, like, oh my God, please, please don't like this woman. Yeah. She's awful. And you kind of like sympathize with her there. But I do feel like this episode felt very sitcom y to me. Like it, it felt it like did. an episode of a sitcom. Yeah. And I, I think that's partially because of the way Faye's acting style is. I feel like she's, she, I don't know. I feel like she brings a sitcom style of acting to the show. Uh, yeah. Well, she always gives you like a weird sort of like, annoyed look like it's always like yeah 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 but like so one one more thing i do like that that's how she got her ship though i thought that was kind of a cool twist like because you don't you don't know the history of that it's like you know that's that's kind of a cool thing to throw in she got her ship from her mother whatever i thought that was that was interesting and her mother kind of taught her to be a con artist which is still what kind of whitney did in a way but it wasn't as obvious yeah yeah but like I don't understand the decisions here. Cause like, okay, why have her show up and be like, Oh, this is my con artist person who woke me up, who pretends to be my mother. And then they're like, well, how do we like force them to still have, like, it really feels like somebody wrote this episode correctly. Um, and then some exec stepped in and was like, no one's going to get it. Tell you me. have to, you have to tell them up front what's happening. So they were like, fucking, okay. So how do we keep our script, <laughs> but tell everyone what's happening? Cause like what, what you should do, uh, aspiring writers out there i'm not a writer myself but i'm going to tell you how to do this <laughs> is uh you don't do that uh you have the mom show up and you have like maybe like you do like the no like i'm your mom i'm the reason that you were woken up i'm here to do whatever uh connect to you who gives a shit it doesn't really matter why you have the entire episode as planned um and then at the end instead of it be like this weird safe word sexual bullshit thing you just have it be revealed that she's a con woman, not your mom. We feel emotions, and then that you get the ship. Better. And then, like, maybe you steal the That's ship. Maybe the ship's hers, so. and then you're like, you bitch, you fucked me over, yada, yada, yada. We have, like, a fun, climactic fight, and then you steal the ship and fly off in it, and that's how we get the ship. Yeah. Instead, what we did... And, like, maroon her on whatever island she's on or, you know, whatever planet she's yeah. on, yeah. Instead, what we did was tell us straight up, this woman's a bad guy. And then it's like, okay, fine, but we're going to pretend that she's her mom because we have to. Okay, dumb, fine. Then we're going to immediately be like, oh, this Russian guy's also uh, her husband. Which, again, dumb. Why are we revealing this right away? This doesn't make any sense. And then we're going to do this whole fucking episode, and we built up all of these stakes, and then, like, literally, they just didn't know how to end it, and they were like, uh, safe word. Um, everything that just happened, none of it matters. This whole I, thing was a ruse. I uh, agree with that. And we're but... just done here. I was so mad. I, like, literally, like, almost threw my phone. I was so pissed off. Like, I was, like, taking notes. And I was just like, this whole thing was a waste of 40 minutes. Why did you fucking do this to yeah. me? And then it's just like, oh, look, the ship is there. Fan service. And like, they had this hey. they had this dumb line. Like, if you believe the fantasy enough, it becomes real or whatever fucking bullshit that was. I was like, no, that's stupid. No, like, it's definitely it really feels like somebody wrote this correctly. And then somebody came in and fucked it all up. And they were like, we have to like, like her ship hasn't shown up yet. We have to make that happen. We have to somehow make sense of this. Like. It's just so bad. My my consistent takeaway from so much of this is is a good idea, just dog shit execution. Yeah. Like a lot of these things on paper probably should have worked had 
I don't know. I don't know at what point in the creative process this all just went off. Maybe it was written poorly from the beginning and we're giving them way too much credit. But well, like, like, imagine if at the start of this episode, we're on like, we're in the outside like shot, right? And we see the red tail come down. And we're like, oh shit, that's face shit. That's finally it's here. And then it opens. And instead of face stepping out, it's Whitney. And they're like, what the, who the, who is this person, right? Like, ooh, now we're interested. And then just like, hey, Faye, I'm your mom. And then boom, cut to the opening credits. That'd, that'd been cool. In, that'd been cool. And then it's like, they're all in the bebop and like Spike's kind of hitting on her mom, but like she's like freaking out. She's like, fucking mom, like, is she my, like, I don't know who to trust anymore. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You can like, still kind of have Faye's trust issues play out there because this mom who she didn't know came back. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you still do the whole arms dealer thing and it can still even be your husband. Like you can do all that. You just reveal like, then at the end, you just go like, the, well, the he is my husband anyway. And then you're like, wait, your husband? But I thought, so you're my dad? And he's like, no, no, your dad don't fucking know who you are. You're my it would dad. Require... And then it's like, wait, oh, everything clicks together. Maybe a couple of weird flashbacks to like hints we had in the script before, you know? Like, oh, you did say that weird thing that didn't really make sense, but I skipped over because it was like a one-line thing that was 15 minutes ago. And then it all clicks and you get like the zoom out on her face. And then we see her face go like, and then she gets it. And then boom, climactic thing, fucking guns, bullshit, box explode everywhere. And then she steals the ship and that's how we get the ship. Awesome. You would why why didn't we just do that? Like, <laughs> you would need to restructure Faye's entire story through the entire series, though, to make that work. The entire show, though, because, like, all the way back to the Tree People episode, she's hunting for her mom, this, this like, character. So... I'm, 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 you're not wrong. I think that your approach. But you can, but you can keep that. You can just be like, I'm your actual mom. The person you've been hunting for as your mom is actually an imposter. All right. Who is this guy? Like, literally, just be just on a different person. I mean, they could have just changed everything and it would have been better. I mean, there's (laughs) nothing here that's not worth (laughs) I mean, if we're going to get a title of this thing, they could have (laughs) changed everything and it would have been better. Really is the main takeaway. Um. Yeah. Or you just know. make this make this episode earlier, and then you can still keep all that shit. And then that, and she's that still lot, for her though. mom. We're saying, you know? we're saying that about make this episode earlier, make this episode earlier. At some point, you, we need some late season content here because. But like that's how, and part of it might be because we've seen the original multiple yeah. times. Is because that's how the original works. It's a bunch of like not really connected episodes up front. And I, I do admire and I do respect their effort to create, like, a cohesive strain that connects a lot of these episodes. Like, they made a lot of this what's... And we'll get into this way more with the next episode. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, these these stories that typically feel like one-off, out-of-nowhere, this weird... I mean, do you want to just jump to Yeah, I think I'm ready for the next episode, yeah. Yeah, so they, they do... Out of the gate, it's unfortunately this is all through the filter of vicious sucks so whenever vicious is involved like it's it's less good than it would be if he wasn't there yeah but the the instinct again to make piero lefoe like a a syndicate assassin that is sent specifically to kill spike is more cohesive to the larger narrative. Yeah. And these writers seem to put way more effort into creating a cohesive larger narrative rather than trying to do these one-off episodes the way that the anime did. And I kind of like that, especially for like a Western style of series. It works better. Yeah. Um, I mean, just in like, were... just in like the first like scene, the first like two minutes of this episode, at least I think that's when it was, 
Um, like the way they threw in like Piero and like the dogs and like Curious Medical and the syndicate and like they just immediately tied all of these things together from the show. I, I thought that was great. I thought that was brilliant. You do a lore dump and it's just like, oh yeah, this is all like super connected. And right. I, I think that's that was kind of cool. Right. Um overall this episode isn't bad. Um the guy I think the guy that plays Pierre LeFaux is really actually puts it all into it and I kind of respect right. it. And and I'm not sure if if the guy's just a fantastic actor, but like the laugh sounds exactly like the TV show. I haven't like gone back and like compared them side by side. But like, at least in my mind, like the way he laughed was exactly like the the Piero in the original anime laughed. And it just like, that was fantastic. The, the only thing we didn't get was the silhouette of him floating and like kicking Spike. Oh, yeah, they I still had there. a silhouette, but it wasn't exactly like that. He does the flip. He does the flip. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. he does. He definitely does. Because I saw that. And I was like, right. That looks so silly. Yeah. <laughs> When he's just like smacking Spike's hand around because he kicks him back. was a really big Marvel vs. Capcom fan, and he found the Air Infinite, and he was just getting <laughs> Core Circle B, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be honest. I originally, and I changed my mind on this. Uh, I originally was not happy about adding a bunch of lore to LeFou, only because I was like, the whole point is that it didn't matter. But yeah. in retrospect, I was like, no, like that's that's the right call. I, I do yeah. think that uh, Vicious continues to be yeah. uh, the least intimidating uh, try-hard weeb. Yes, yeah. awful. Like that whole um, upfront thing. You're like, oh, this was a really good idea. That yeah, again, you have this this execution is trash. Like having him send LeFou out, dig it. Trying to better explain why he hates, in this case, dogs. But like, like, cause, like just like having like a cat in the uh, window, and I get like the cat in the window has like two colored eyes and. Spike's yeah. supposed to have eyes of different colors, which doesn't yeah. um, in the show. They say he does, but in the actual like animation and, and I don't even right. think there's like eyes is fake. I think they just kind of dropped that whole yeah, which is fine. One one eye sees the past and one eye sees yeah. the present. Yeah, but like since we've really dropped the whole like past v present theme, yeah, which is the entire sort of theme of the original, and we don't care about the original. Um, but yeah, God, vicious sucks. You, you sucks just gotta so keep in mind that, like, because something works for an anime doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work for a live action adaptation. Yeah, but you can the theme of like bounty hunters trying to like live in the present while also like yeah, no that that I isn't that, hard to do. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why they yeah. why they dropped that thematic like underpinning, but the stuff like. Pierre, Pierre Lofu coming out of absolutely nowhere in the anime, you just kind of accept it because that's just what the whole show has been. It's just been like yeah. villains coming yeah. out of nowhere and you got to deal with them. And he was um, almost scarier because of that. He was scarier because of that. I agree with that. Um, I also think that like when you're translating something into a, you know, a Netflix series, you want there to be some cohesive, some, yeah. some continuity that just well, doesn't matter as much. To anime. 40 minutes. Like the yeah. animated shows, it's only twenty minutes, and like fifteen of that is fights. It's just a fight scene, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like you can't do thirty minutes. Like it's like after a while, you just get fatigued. Which it was, it was fun to hear, um, because the his origin story in the original was inspired by the the Pink Floyd song "On the Run," and that's why you hear the like, yeah. and it's fun to get a version of that in the yeah 
in this too. They kind of kept that. Yeah. And he can show movies through Ein. So if you want to like, which I hated that oh, shit. God. That yeah. was so stupid. I'm, that was the one uh, thing. I'm just like, okay, so so is it a data dog? I guess it is because you can apparently hack the fucking thing. Yeah. No, we. No, 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 no. His memories were downloaded into Ein, and that's why he has a connection to what, show what, his face. What? What? What computer mechanism? <laughs> exactly. What? 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 They show these dogs with like these like shitty hoses like on their heads, and they're like, "Oh, they download. We downloaded his memories into these dogs because he's crazy now." And I guess one of them happens to be I, and I happened to be on this oh, spaceship I missed, where we I were. That I it's super super just like hyper coincidental, and it's just so incredibly annoying because if you had this guy who could just like see and project into the bebop where like Spike is, he's honestly like way more useful not as an assassin, <laughs> like. And more just like I'm monitoring, like, hey, can you just show me? What's well, also, like, why would you do this dog? Why would you download the mind of a crazy man into a dog? Yeah, they were like trying, like I, they were like trying to like say, like, we're like we're gonna download all of his memories into these dogs because he's like crazy, because he's gonna go crazy, or he is crazy, and we're trying to like he was too valuable as a salvage. Or I don't, who, who knows? No. No, 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 they download into the dogs because the okay. writers were like, we need to find a way to invite Spike to Earthland. Well, and it's and in the way the we writer, do that. It's their, it's their, you know, admirable instinct to tie everything together, even though, once again, in execution, it all kind of falls apart because, like... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And they didn't put... They didn't put the kind of effort you should have put into it to actually make it not just coherent, but also cohesive. I don't know. Or maybe the other way around. Like, there's just so many other, like, other, like, established ways of communication that this guy could have used. But instead, it was like, oh, well, like, what if his memories were in the face fucking line is like, he can do projectors through the eyes. I was just like, shut <laughs> up. Somebody. I don't know. That was when she was the most annoying to me. Yeah, I will say uh, Jet's rhyming plan. Was fucking great. I loved that. I his what? felt that felt very good to me. When everyone <laughs> had to rhyme to explain the plan. Yeah. Only because, like, they did it, and I was like, this is funny. And then at the end, it was implied that, like, they had been doing this for, like, hours, and he just kept making them do it over and over again. And I was like, that makes this so much funnier. That was the case where the show had just beaten me down so much at that point that I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll, uh, this, is, this is not the dumbest thing that's happened. I, I'm on board with this because it's at least kind of funny. I don't know. It felt very Jet to me. Like, I'm like, I could definitely see Jet being like, oh, yeah. I saw somewhere that, like, rhyming makes you remember stuff. That's true. So now I'm going to, like, make a nursery rhyme so that we can fight this guy. Like, like that made sense. Yeah. And he burned the ship every time. He burned whatever it was. Like, every time. Like, we're not going to fake this. We're actually going to burn it every time we do this, you know, for hours on end. And then, of course, which, which was very Spike. Spike just went off and did his own fucking thing anyways. Yeah, but it does make more sense that they would do that, though, because, like, in the anime, he just goes and fights him by himself, and it's like, it doesn't yeah. really make sense that you would, because, like, this guy beat you bad in a fight, and that does not happen. Like, yeah. It was a good episode. They went pretty... Yeah. Of, of the and, things. Okay, so th there's there's a lot of, like, vicious plot points that we have kind of missed over, oh, wow. because there are, like, a lot of... It's they don't matter. Okay, I but don't there, are, there are a few things I want to say though. All right, all right, let's go. Okay, go for it. Go for it. I do like Mao Yenrai. I'm glad that they like made 
what made him her whatever you want to say they brought they gave her more of a backstory and brought like i thought she was an interesting character the guy who eats balls fucking stupid that oh, should have yeah. never ever been in there that should never even been suggested in the writer's room that was dumb as hell but i liked mal i like mal and then mal um it, remind me what Mao did in the live action. It, I, Mao was just the one that he that vicious kills in Ballad of the Fallen Angels, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's all he is. He's just a singular plot point, and he's just yeah. a means to give vicious kind of con con uh context con, what context context. I don't know. Why yeah. I can think of that word. But yeah. Um. So Mao was it was like Mao vicious, and then the the ball eating guy who were like the three who were gonna. Oh. Right, work yeah. together to take over the the syndicate. She like, conspires with Julia, right? And Julia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I did. Have but it was in thing. this one that uh, that they do like execute that plan. So vicious goes in with the face changer and kills the ball eating guy, and then. Mao ends up dying, and but he vicious still kills like the three elders. Does vicious kill his dad in this one too? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where. Yeah, because yeah, like, like the three of them come together and kill the elders. So that guy just plays like a bad father and everything. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's what he does in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings and in uh, Fringe, he's like the fucking. Uh, oh shit! That's who that guy is. I'm gonna. I recognized him. I couldn't figure who what what it is. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense. He's good at it. I'll give him that. He's good. He's a good actor. He's yeah. probably underutilized here, to be honest. But yeah, we we definitely um plant the seeds uh to the whole like sometimes it's just a projector and not an actual person in the room, uh which I appreciate because it it does set yeah. that moment up. Uh, unfortunately, uh because it's so common, it does get frustrating when people fall for it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I've yeah. seen it in enough times to be like, ah, that might not be a real person. If you live in this universe, you should just always assume everyone's a projector. Exactly. And, and then it, it runs into the, like, why wouldn't you be doing this more often? If this is right. something that's... Why go anywhere? Just ready player one that shit and never leave your house. To a dangerous situation. Yeah. And that's also one of those technologies you'd like, you just kind of have to accept works. Because when you think yeah. about it for two seconds, like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Like, so they're there in the room but they're also where they are, but they can see both, but like, how do they, it, and it doesn't make any sense, but like, I'm fine with just like, it just works. Don't, don't question it. Don't think about it too much. We don't understand. It's too far advanced. Right. We've yeah, sure. 90s monitors, but we can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holograms into rooms. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Yet again, another actor had to read on a script. You don't know true power until you've eaten another man's balls and then had yeah. to say that in all serious into a microphone. And then they showed the fucking bowl of testicles. The bowl of balls, just like, yeah. Just nomming out of like it was nothing. <laughs> it's like a delicacy. They're like they're they're like fucking mini weenies in a crock pot. Like you yeah. didn't give a shit. Like you gotta fucking do those things. That's so there. weird because that's something that like I, I I would hate for somebody to watch this having not seen the original. Yeah. Think, well, that's so weird. That must have been from the anime. No, this is something that they decided to insert into the story. Yeah. And yeah, they're gonna watch the anime and be like, where's the ball eating guy? Yeah, that's my favorite part. I need where's the guy's not in this? 
It, I'm it's, on it's, episode six and no one has eaten any balls. It, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things you joke about, but you never actually do. And they were just like, you know what? This show's dumb. We're just going to put it in here anyways because we don't like it. So we're just going to... I would like we're just gonna... a thousand percent more if that was one of his lines. <laughs> like when he's watching him literally just like fondue pot a bunch of fucking testicles. He's like, this is something we joke about. You're not actually <laughs> supposed to do that. Yeah. And then we just cut to another scene. Like we don't... Yeah. <laughs> to something else. Oh, my God. So bad. And uh, yet again, that plan... Uh, the rhyming plan is a lot of screen time. It's a huge setup. We do none of it. No. It's there for nothing. I mean, that, that's just the golden rule of filmmaking. If you're seeing a plan being articulated, it's not going to go that way. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it didn't go wrong. It didn't happen. It didn't do it at all, because it's that's, Spike. Like, that's not... Like, that's I disagree. Spike. I disagree. If Fuck Spike. You've changed enough on this fucking show. If you're going to make me watch five minutes of this like rhyming bit and do all these things, I need to see this plan start go wrong. Cause like, obviously like Faye's going to come in and like get shot down or like this guy's going to be struggling, you know, whatever. And then like the play goes wrong. And then Spike has to one handedly fight the dude and win or whatever. But literally we have this, all this build up for this plan that like, we don't even do. <laughs> like we don't even attempt. I don't know. I feel like that was one of the most Spike moments. I I think so too. I think yeah. Spike would. I think Spike that whole time was thinking like this is stupid, and then as soon as he had the freedom to, he was like, "I'm not doing this stupid fucking plan." Yeah, that's 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 so Spike though, right? Right. If you're gonna do that, then then it needs to be we rhyme the plan once, and then Spike just goes, "I'm not. I'm just gonna go." And then he leaves. But he like, needed. He, but the way Spike operates, he needed them to think ever. that they, that he was in. Yeah, Jet would have never let him leave the room had he said up front, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, it, I I don't have really an issue with that as much. But I I, if, if it was the only time it happened in the series, I think it would bother me less. Yeah. But like I, every uh, single episode sets up a bunch of stakes that they're just like, no, we're not. That's just gone. That was just there because it needs to be 40 minutes long. All right. Next episode is Blue Crow Waltz. I hated this episode so fucking much. Yeah. This is the episode that I felt like I didn't realize how much I had grown to like Jet and Faye until I was forced to just deal with only vicious Julia and Spike for an entire episode. And I thought, holy shit, these characters are awful. Like, I don't like them at all. I don't give a shit about this backstory. I just want this over with. I And th this is something that the original show did so well. It told you it told you their backstory with just like snippets and like a that lot of it you just kind of figured out. Yeah, it was just highlights. Like you figured out a lot of it just by yourself. Moments in it, the original show. What? You looked forward to these moments in the original show when you got a yeah. little bit of a glimpse of Spike's past. Yeah. But in this it's just like, oh my they god, just, I they don't just like this at all spell it out and it's it's part of what made the original so good is is you figured it out yourself and like you just filled in the gaps for yourself and that was that was kind of just good enough you know I it was know. i kind of like this episode you really? like this episode i just thought Here's it was so obvious like everything that happened was just cliche mob like cliche mobsters vicious is the loose cannon spike is his yeah. like 
you know, so, good partner. Julia falls in love with the crazy guy first because he's the more aggressive one. Then she realizes, oh, I should have gone with this guy. But that point's too late. She's in over her head. Stupid yeah. woman. Like, like, at this point, every episode has the same, like, bullshit in it, right? Like, it's a bunch of fisheye lenses of vicious trying to be scary and not being. Yeah. It's a bunch of, like, contrived plot and nonsense. Like, do, did we know Julia could sing before we put her on stage? Like, yes. Did we? I, that I comes up in, like, episode two. No, no, we the audience know that. But this is a flashback episode. Oh, like, did the characters know? Like, the sing? singer gets sick, and Anna's like, hey, toots, get on that, up that there. That also is such a cliche, though. Yeah. Like, it, it every is, single thing like, about it is... Usually you at least have, like, like an elf, where, like, we hear uh, Zoe Deschanel singing, like, in the shower. Like, like the discovery or something. Yeah, like, you have to be discovered in some way. It's not well, like, I think, I think you're a lady in a nightclub, go on and sing. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I do like want to say... Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should put her on. Didn't Grin kind of like make that happen? I think so. And like, they do establish Grin like as that character. He's the one who like trains the new girls and I think auditions them and stuff. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't know. Like, it, it's just it's one of those things that you can just like you can just assume that someone knew she could sing. I don't, I don't think they need to say, hey, this girl can sing. And we have told you everything. Like everything is beaten over the head with and like this is like the one thing like oh the audience will figure it out i mean i know it's nitpicky i just i don't know i didn't hate the episode only because all of the things that are bad about it have been bad in like the other eight episodes and yeah, we at least got to see spike do cool stuff you didn't get any break from it in this episode though and the other episodes like you you have the vicious and julia scenes and then you get back to like spike and jet and Faye, which for for better or for worse hasn't a redeeming entertainment to it. it it's it was kind of fun to watch these characters interact and you just get nothing in this episode that gets you through these these horrible vicious scenes oh you didn't love vicious talking about how he takes care of his pubic hair they didn't they didn't oh do it for God, you no. didn't enjoy that and no. suggesting that uh bike should braid his, his pubic or hair him, you, or you like that was... falls in love with him because he speaks a line of russian to her like how much respect like i I can't even like Julia at all after like that episode because you realize how shallow it was that she got seduced by Vicious. Oh, uh, Julia is never likable. No, she's no. not at all. <laughs> never likable. Never. But after like, this episode, it was like I can never like this character. She's abs. She's the worst. She's like, like Vicious. At least it's not his fault that he's a fucking moron. Like Julia, it's like you're just a terrible person who like kind of. I don't know. And she's like this whole time, this damsel in distress, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. You don't when... feel bad for her because she sucks. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, just kill her so we can move on to another plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And I did like the, like, the fucking Spike killing everybody at the end, but I think that, that could sick. have been. Better. Again, okay, that was another good fight scene. The very, very few that there were. I think maybe that was the second one, was, one out of two. One all right. yeah, when he went in there and just murdered fucking everybody, that was pretty I dope. We could have gotten more buildup for the Neptune Syndicate to see that there are little... Because I, like, 
all we ever saw from the Neptune guys is them getting their asses kicked anyways. We never yeah. had a reason to fear them. So when Spike goes in there and kills them all, it's like, well, yeah, these guys seem like a bunch of bitches. Because, like, the, the whole problem was that Vicious was killing too many of these guys. And they were going yeah. to, like, and the syndicate was like, oh, I can't piss off the Neptune people. I'm like, why? They yeah. seem pretty easy to kill. <laughs> and, yeah, why not just kill them and take over their operation? Yeah, and Spike did it by himself. <laughs> Yeah. So, as that while that scene was cool in its execution, <laughs> the build up to it is the one yeah. time we swap, right? <laughs> yeah, one swap. You can have one or the other, but you can never yeah. have both. No, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that like there's gonna be an interview with like a director or producer on this show where they were like, oh, we had this awesome idea of using this one specific lens every time we look at Vicious, and that's how you know he's crazy. And I want to I'm gonna want to punch them. And then eat their balls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just make a crockpot of that guy's testicles, um, because it's awful. Like, like it's fun once or twice. Every and like, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's a vicious, heavy episode, and there's just so much like sideways, bulged out camera views of vicious doing like normal shit too. Like, it's just him being like, "I would like a drink." <laughs> like, it doesn't... If we had almost no vicious up until this point, I would say this episode is justified. But we've had way too much vicious throughout this entire damn show, and way too much Julia. Entire episode of vicious and Julia, and a little bit of Spike. Like, come on, this we we well, don't, we deserve better than this. And the thing is, I feel like if vicious had been like close to like anime vicious previously, and then we had this flashback where like he's kind of like a whiny little bitch, and then gets like he feels screwed and that's what turns him into like still this works. silent murderer yeah. then you're kind of cool they're like oh okay cool like this guy kind of like grew up that, that's like a fun lore like it's fun yeah. lore if it stays that way i can forgive vicious's like, backstory if i wasn't just constantly forced to exist with it for most well, of the show if his backstory was a backstory and wasn't just who he is as a fucking character yeah like let him be a badass and then be like oh no this guy was like a fucking nerdy goober who got bullied by everybody and then just problems. and then eventually was just like fuck it like yeah. i kill people and do what i want no one tells me what to do anymore and that's why Old he's this killer. unhinged guy who wants to take over mm -hmm. that's cool instead you're just like oh you've always just been this weird whiny inefficient bitch and one thing we skipped over i forget which episode it was in but it was definitely before this one uh the red eye scene oh yeah where everybody's just like naked with like their eyes sewn shut no yeah like Ooh, when they're the making fuck? it <laughs> why that's oh, supposed to make him look like a badass and it just literally just looked like like where did this come from yeah why is this even it here? did seem very out of place some coked out producer was like no guys i had this idea less it's funny because the because of that scene the entire show has to have like a nudity content tag because there's yeah. no other actual nudity in that show except for the fucking naked drug makers yeah. that feels like there, such is, is, a some producer wouldn't let it go like they're like we have to have the scene like it's yeah. the giant spider the it's thing with like superman game. like i don't know yeah it's like we we need this to make the show seem like legitimate like we have yeah. to have boobs in there that was somebody with a bunch of money's idea and they were like we're gonna pull funding yeah it's almost like i heard this happens with real drug dealers so we're gonna I've have seen to do this, this. other drug movies this right was an American gangster yeah this scene is gonna make us popular we're gonna talk about this scene it's gonna go viral everybody's gonna love it. it's gonna be like a really cool thing and i was yeah. like this has nothing to do with what are you talking about yeah. you can they tell were like, well, that about i gave you 500 million dollars fuck you and they're like yeah. okay well i guess we're doing it let's go get some extras
How would you like to be that extra? That would have been awful. Yeah, like, yeah, it's supposed to be like embarrassing for the character. Huh? That's even a step down from being one of those Game of Thrones girls that's brought out as a whore to get like murdered. Yeah, right. Hey, mom and dad, I finally made it onto an HBO show. (laughs) Yeah. God, those those poor actors. Your first credit is just full. The problem is too, because if like one of those actresses does get like become big. That's gonna be the thing that gets brought up in every late night interview. It's like yeah. your first scene, you were like full frontal murdered, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you can see my tits whenever you want. They're yeah. on Cowboy Bebop, a show not known for that, but <laughs> there it is. Yeah, but I digress. Was was there anything in this episode worth mentioning beyond the spike scene at that, the end? I think that spike fight is a direct reference to Old Boy. Yeah, I think, that, I think that that is why it is good, because it's not a rip off of anything else. It was the it's only amazing. the only shot that they were like, we will homage oh. a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they could have done well with this show. They could have been like, we're gonna still do the like compilation with the like a bunch I'll of old references, man. Just do different yeah. ones. Do new ones. Do new music. Do new like. Well, even I, mean, I, I feel like references. the spike fight with Jet. That's a Jackie Chan bit. Like zooming out the camera, not cutting, and watching Jackie Chan just fight a bunch of dudes. That's a yeah. hardcore Jackie Chan bit, and that's good. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if they homage that on purpose or not. They should say they did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like do that. Like obviously, there's a bunch of like Bruce Lee references. There's a bunch of like movie references. The entire references and noir references that you can the just entire yeah. Who thing is based on um, like like Pink Floyd song and like um, like a French movie, like a bunch of weird shit, right? Mm-hmm. Just do that. And just pick different shit. Like, just be like, hey, uh, instead of Casablanca, we're going to take something like it hot or whatever. Like, you know, just pick a different old ass movie. Whatever they did. They did not. They did other things. They should just pay us. And then. I legitimately think we could have been better writers for this show. Oh, I'm 100 I storyboarded. Well, I, I don't I, trust I, myself I, as a scriptwriter, but I will happily storyboard and, like, make Kevin do all the work. I right, yeah. I, I know. Written. Better than these guys did. Right. I believe that. I, yeah. I legitimately believe that. Yeah. I'm not sure. going to be too bashful. Yeah, your, uh, your, your uncle isn't um, uh, on the board at Netflix, therefore you don't yeah. write yep. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, Sorry about you, dude. <laughs> hey, uh, all your idols are related to other rich people. Sorry. Yeah. No, I lived in Hollywood, man. I know how this whole industry works. Fucking it's... terrible. And, and these people had all, a lot of these guys who made this show had credits, good credits under the name. Like one guy was, you know, one of the, you know, real brains behind Lost when it was good. One guy wrote Thor Ragnarok, which is a good movie. Like, it's just that, like, but they I, didn't come to this right. I, I mean, I, I agree Thor Ragnarok was a good movie, but I don't think yeah. the guy who Not wrote that should have written, like, that, that that was one of my complaints. I have this in my notes. Is like it just it felt like it became very like a Marvel, I, like yeah. Marvel's Cowboy Bebop, and it was, was the way the was dialogue Ryan was written. Uh, where, could they not pay Ryan Johnson to make this? Because he would have killed it. Yeah. No, they had I don't know. He do a bunch of punch up. A lot of people are upset. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the new Star Wars, but a lot of people are upset with his new like Star Wars shit. So oh, he wrote the only good Star Wars. Yeah, the people are dumb. Okay, all right. I mean, I don't know. I haven't. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Ryan Johnson basically told everybody to fuck off. Ryan and was Johnson like, I'm going to do a Star Wars movie that is good and I don't care about continuity with the other ones because J.J. Abrams is a fuck up. Yes. 
he and, he made a good made like a Star, Wars. Star Wars movie in the middle of a bad J.J. Abrams trilogy, and that's yes. that's what bit him in the ass because people gotcha. are like this doesn't fit, and I'm like, yeah, because it's fucking good because yeah. it's actually <laughs> trying to do interesting filmmaking things, and it's actually yeah. trying to subvert expectations, whereas people want Star Wars to be extremely predictable and basic, yeah, like weird mystery right. boxes, yeah. Okay, so like the last episode, I feel like that's really all we have to. And then I have a few like just side weird notes that I want to. Yeah, I got some in conclusion type of overall meta okay. commentary on the right. experience um, of the thing coming out. But so I feel like the real big thing that we have to talk about is Julie is the main bad guy. That's I guess. Fuck? No, I fucking don't, don't guess. guess. Don't guess. That's fucking stupid. That is. She's obviously going to be the main villain going into season two. <sighs> that um, is the dumbest it, shit. So she should have just died. <laughs> it literally felt like, at least Vicious I, died. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I don't think I he's think dead. That, no, he's not dead. I, I Vicious is dead. He's not dead. He's, he's, he's alive in the boiler room. I'm keeping you alive yeah. for as long as we can get in renewed. The break between the next season, I want to hit this really heavy when we're done talking about everything. So, Julia set up to be the main villain moving forward, or mm -hmm. at least a significant villain moving forward effectively neutered vicious if we're attempting to make him any sort of badass moving forward it is going to be severely undermined by the way this entire season went um i wonder if they're doing what we had talked about before but like over a much longer period of time where like season two he gets out and vicious becomes the like silent incredibly murderous like hope not there's just no going back for this character it's yeah. just they what are they gonna do i don't think it's silly like i like when julia was like no i'm in charge part of me was like i think you're supposed to i'm supposed to think she planned this whole thing but it really yeah. feels like it just kind of fell into her lap and she well, was like we watched well, like if i shoot you i get to be in charge right yeah and that, well there I, were like hints earlier that like she was planning this with like anna and stuff and all those plans failed. And those plans like, failed, and those plans were yeah. always like, "You can have everything. I just want out," which I believed, and maybe I wasn't yeah. supposed to. But like, I think she just saw an opportunity and she took it. I mean, yeah. it's already and dumb I, because like they're in the back of that car, and they've got the gun to her head, and they're going to the meeting or whatever, and they're like, "Did you really love Vicious or Fearless?" Or I don't even fucking remember. And then she was like, "I never knew true love until Fearless." And then, like, the goon shoots the driver and the guy in the passenger seat and the whole thing, yeah. like, flips and all that. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. They have been loyal to Vicious through all this bullshit, through this coup attempt. There was one scene before that where you kind of saw her, like, looking at Vicious, like, you might be losing it, bro. But that's the only thing they did in any terms of planting a seed for that you to happen. You undo nine episodes with a, a side eye and then be like, oh, no, she's going to kill both of these people for Julia, a person she has no reason to really was, was that Lin or Shin, or are, or are they just I, silent? I don't, it's someone completely different. Okay, yeah, so I don't know. It's a, their own character, they made yeah. Up. So Lin and Shin absolutely play no part whatsoever in this story, no. they're just standing quietly beside Vicious through the entire thing. Yes, okay, yeah. And like, I don't know, like, this really sort of calls the whole like Julia's on screen so much, and it, like, it absolutely misses the point, yeah, and it's like cool and i mean we're, we're skipping ahead because uh, this is the church fight yeah what else happened in that episode it was a lot of like jet's kid gets jet's kidnapped, kid gets kidnapped. Yeah. And they, that's, i feel like we already they talked fall, about they all fall that for the bit 
they fall for the fucking bit that they shouldn't have fallen for because I didn't fall for the bit and I don't live in this universe. <laughs> like, and then Faye ends up rescuing them and she has another terrible one liner. Yeah, I uh, can't forget what she said. She's like, nah, motherfuckers, or something. No, 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 no. we are not skipping over this, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? What did she? What does she say when she's shooting out the windows of the okay. fucking church? It's it's in the horrible. original. This fight happens super early, and Faye is literally kidnapped. And this, yeah, yeah. she's the one that like fucking going spaceship. To and they try to use her as bait, and they're like, no, we don't give a fuck about you. But then Spike's like, oh, vicious is there? I might go check. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she shoots into the church from her spaceship, and screams, "Welcome to the ouch, motherfuckers!" Oh God. Yeah, it's so bad. And then that is followed up with like, like Spike does some weird like, I guess I'll catch you later, Valentine. And like, there's like seven shitty one-liners in a row. This also inspired me to watch the original because I couldn't remember if these were from the show or not. But like, I'm like, you guys are trying so hard to make t-shirts. Like, you're trying so hard to get like the silhouette of Faye and the ship firing with like, welcome to the Ash motherfuckers on the bottom and people will wear those to conventions. Like, that's so obvious what you're trying to do here. And even even when it was filmed and when they had that all done, they still thought, yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is good TV. We're going to leave that in. Uh, this is better writing. <laughs> they didn't write Welcome to the Ouch, Motherfuckers in the original. They missed opportunity. Yeah. No, I cannot believe how badly they fucking ruined that fight. Yeah. Like, I cannot. Like, everything is blue, first of all. The whole thing is blue for hours, which is insane. There's a big-ass stained glass window. Every piece of glass in that stained glass window is blue. Like what the fuck are we doing? I think I got like, a, I think I got a hit of dopamine when I heard the like Steve Conti version of Rain. I think that's I, uh, the... uh, and uh, then like that carried me through like a couple of minutes of that fight, and then I went back to being like, oh no, they're just completely <laughs> fucking this up. Yeah, having everyone there was weird, and I get why it was this last episode. Mm. Having Faye shoot the ropes off the pillars is fucking weird. Having like having that song kick in as they were like awkwardly going up the stairs was fucking weird. And like, yeah, I literally have a note that is just me being mad at canine. I hate this and I hate canine specifically for making me watch it. <laughs> My Again, I didn't make you do anything. This nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so bad. Cause like, so like we do that and then like, okay, we're gonna have a fight. And I was like, fuck it. At least we're going to have the fight. This is what we want. And I've seen the arguments over the difference in composition. And like, I don't care about that. It's not a cartoon. You don't get to shoot it the same way a cartoon is shot because these are physical things. Whatever. But then we get to the exchange where they're like, you know, sword, gun, you know. And it's awful. What's the line that they actually kept in? It was the like, uh, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah, I'm a beast. I bled all that blood. Yeah, Yeah. he was like, you used to be a beast. You know, you would kill to survive. You would dominate other people. What happened? And then Spike goes, I've bled out all that blood. And then Vicious yells, and why are you still alive? And then aren't they those shoot. characters anymore, though. So it's right. just like, it's like it doesn't it work. awful. Exactly. It sounds so dumb. It's not even like delivered well. Like he's just like, I bled out all that blood. Blamo. <laughs> and they shoot each other. And it's like, <laughs> no. Like, like in the in the anime, I completely forgot about that when I was rewatching it. And then when it happened, I was like, that was sick. That worked. Yeah. That was yep. such a cool thing because like it makes sense that he would talk like that and it would make sense that he would like very nonchalantly be like, I'm just not that guy anymore. Yeah. And then he'd be like, You shouldn't be alive if you're not that guy anymore, because that's who we should be, because I represent your past. And then they stab each other. Yeah. 
But no. And well, they Julia also just that cool thing. I don't remember it. if this isn't made it into the live adaptation, but like they're fighting, and Spike gets Vicious's sword, and or is that in real Folk Blues? Had that happened yet at this point? When no, they real, like, uh, each other, they're when they uh, kick the guys, the other one's weapons, just to finish it off. Is that's that in the that's real Folk Blues. I, and, but that's, I think they did do that in the live action. That, at they, some point, Vicious got the gun, and Spike got the sword. They actually maybe I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, because that, cause that is such a cool. Mutually except like I'm not any good with a gun. You're not any good with a sword. So it's right. like I'm giving you your weapon back, but I want my weapon back. Right. Because we'll... we want. It only works we're... in anime, but it was cool. <laughs> as well. Yeah. Because we're both like we're both the best at our craft, and we want the we the, the a fair fight, game. but yeah. we want to be like. At both at the top of our game yeah well like also you can't like like if i use a gun and you use a sword but i know i suck with a sword i can't throw it away because even if you suck with a gun you'll you'll shoot me eventually yeah like we but have yeah, to kind of it, agree to go back to where we were it just spoke to their bond that they they mutually yeah. kicked those weapons back to each other like yeah. they knew the other one was going to give them his weapon back and they did it but and you like, don't you don't you don't feel that mutual respect no, and this at all. Vicious deserves no respect. In right. This. Well, vicious fucking fearless the whole time anyway. So it's like he keeps calling yeah. by a different name than we, the audience, know him as. Yeah. And it's like he doesn't really talk about Vicious very much, other than he's just like this guy. You know, like it just doesn't. He doesn't seem to really respect Vicious. He just seems yeah. to hate him. Yeah. Which why would you respect him? There's nothing like. And like we don't even get like. Like in um in Jupiter Jazz, when they accuse Spike of being vicious and he gets like pissed off and like punches that fucking pipe mm. and then like goes nuts and just starts like going ham on everybody because he's like, How dare you think yeah. I am this monster? Yeah. We don't get that. Like you just don't get it because despite the fact that Vicious has been around the whole time, he's he's a fucking little bitch the whole time. Shit. Yeah. And like honestly, Spike has no reason to like I'm not afraid of Vicious. Why would the That's badass so guy who's our main character be afraid of him? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who gives a shit? Because he basically carried Vicious when he when they were working together. Like he had, yeah, yeah. like he you had can't, to yeah. cover his ass all the time. Yeah. And so he like you were you were a piece of shit. You're nothing without me. So I'm gonna kick your ass right now. Yeah, you can't have your protagonist like very obviously carry the team and then be like, oh, he's my best rival. It's like no, yeah. he was there through nepotism. Yeah. Like we explicitly again fucking beat the audience over the head over and over and over. With, like over you only get it by with other people's accomplishments. Is a yeah. fucking line in that episode where his <laughs> yeah. dad beats the shit out of him. Like his dad beats the shit out of him. That's an old fucking man. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And Julia just shot him. Like he's like you, she just you goes that, that big climactic <laughs> moment with the fucking and then it's just bang. <laughs> you get like that zone oh, out of uh, that that fucking meme with the lady with all like the math symbols. She just goes, "Oh right, oh <laughs> yeah, I'm in charge, king of the castle." <laughs> yeah, cool. And then we cut to vicious is not dead. vicious is uh, alive yeah. in the boiler room because we got greenlit for season two and we can't get rid of him. Yeah, can't get rid of. Him. No, 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 no. That's not where we leave off, guys. Let's not forget. Oh, no, no, right. God. I, yeah, no. We got one last scene. <laughs> one thing I had given him credit for it. It's like, oh, some things don't translate well from anime to live action. And they had a good sense to just not put Ed in this. 
Like maybe a few little references, maybe a few little things you can do on the side, but they were just like, obviously this character cannot exist in a live action format. Nope. Nope. They're going to fucking try and they're going to try it almost exactly as she's written in the anime. See, the problem is, and like I've seen this in a lot of places and I agree with it, is that like the live action takes a lot of stuff from Cowboy Bebop that should have been changed that they left alone and a lot of stuff that shouldn't have been changed that they went out of their way to make different ed should have they should have done to ed what they did to Faye and just been like okay yes og ed does not work yeah new ed let's go like you can still have a hyperactive like hacker kid like you can do that jurassic park has shown us yeah have a likable hacker kid that was painful that was it was hard to watch there like because... it should have been like a weird gen z like youtube content creator or something just like just like really hyper the top but not so much that like it was as cringy as it was i would have forgiven them for completely not putting ed in this honestly Ed's i could have show up you can't ed would yeah they're they would they would have to put ed in it i mean you don't get to do knocking on heaven's door without ed yeah but you guys don't think they're going to do knocking on heaven's door at all. You think they're going to go their own way in season two? Uh, I mean, I think they'll have elements. I, I think yeah. they'll. I think they'll have the virus. I think they'll probably have Vincent. Like, if it's me and I am forced to write season so two, I prediction- is your main character. Then the second half, I think you you introduce Vincent, and Vincent's your main main bad guy at the end. That's what I would do. My predictions for season two is it's going to be a combination of Ed, um. I think I think if they know, uh, and I shouldn't say this because I don't think they know what they're doing. If they know what they're doing, they will just have Julia, like, you know, assume that mantle as, like, the head of the syndicate. But generally step back from being, like, the active antagonist in this next season. And they will just kind of do a little bit of Jupiter Jazz shit, a little bit of Knocking on Heaven's Door shit, and then a lot of Ed shit. And they're going to kind of, like, weave probably a more consistent story next season rather than the just like trying to put together lots of random episodes that they liked this season and they're gonna take a lot of episodes that already have a lot of thematic similarities and try to create one cohesive like 10 episode stretch that's what i think they would do if they were going to do season two well you know what they're gonna do instead but just the exact same thing uh, season oh one. no we are seeing uh power rangers do like the new Power Rangers? Uh, I mean, I was I like, I think Julia is gonna be the Rita Repulsa of the Cowboy Universe, <laughs> and literally every episode is gonna open with Julia doing something weird, and then that's gonna spawn the bad guy for that episode, and then we're gonna have to fight the bad guy, and oh, that's gonna God. be because that's kind of what this was, right? Like, it's yeah. vicious wants to do a thing, and it involves this bad guy, and then that bad guy is gonna yeah. show up over here, and then we gotta fight him, and then that ties us back to Vicious. It's gonna be just a bunch of Julia being like, I'm told you're the best. With Vicious just, can, like, brooding in the background somewhere. He's still tied yeah. up in a fucking thing or whatever. I mean, yeah, Vicious yeah. is gonna get out in, like, the first episode. Like, he's not gonna be tied up for long, I can guarantee you that. I think he's tied up for longer than you think, and I think we just keep cutting back to him. Like, we're just going to keep forcing scenes of him being, like, tortured or whatever. I think he's just going to be like, brutal. He'll, he'll just be, like, the freaking Hannibal Lecter, where, like, they just go, like, to him for advice. and Yeah, like... Which, he has no advice like, to give. He's terrible at what he does. 
pitch black door opens we get like the like light that comes in like that the weird wedge across his face yeah he's like are you here to kill me and they're like no whoever is in town he's gonna go oh yes and then they'll exposition jump yeah right Maybe. cut to guy who is this bad guy but like doesn't look like a bad guy you know like we haven't done the mix up with the dragon tattoo thing like there's all kinds of like we never yeah. did the poker chip thing and like little well, probably in season two like Maybe. yeah the poker chip thing worked really well as an introduction to Faye. i don't know yeah i don't but we'll still have but like they might shove it in there somewhere yeah. no but like Faye will it's not hard to be like okay Faye is still a dealer that yeah, she owes somebody a favor or whatever. Well, yeah, she, she's yeah. a ton of debt. Like... Separate ways at the end of the season, right? So every the the bebop's gonna have to get all back together in season two. Yeah. yeah. Um. I say episode one, season two, being that episode, isn't a bad. Does, idea. does do a lot of that work. It does. If yeah, that's true. Um, I think they're gonna start season two with Ed, though. I think they're gonna do the radical Edward or what? What's the name of that uh, episode? Yeah. Uh, but like um, the one with her father and everything. No, that's that's the that's end. Um, right. The one with uh the one with the the satellite that she's like befriending. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember the title of that episode. Yeah. But uh, drawing the giant pictures on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that could I think that could be where we start season two. I, I want half that episode is them trying to find Ed, and we've already introduced Ed and Spike. Well, it's going to work differently, I think. Like Jamming with Edward. Uh, jamming with Edward, yeah. I think we're going to get some variation on Jamming with Edward as the as the beginning of season 2. Yeah, I can see um, that. They might work it. They might crossbreed it with the the casino, who knows. Yeah. Maybe the the satellite is fucking with the casino and Um, I want to talk briefly about beyond the show just the the reaction to it because i don't know if you guys have perused reddit or anything like that at all twitter has not been kind yeah, yeah but no. i'm actually really reassured because i feel really happy to see the react the like feedback for this show because like the fan base has a beautiful solidarity that this was trash and that like if there is going to be a season two, they need to fucking do better. Yeah. And I hope that Netflix got just enough clicks on this fucking show that they will get greenlit for a season two. And I hope that just maybe they will listen a little bit to the almost unanimous feedback that this was bad. Because like we've continuously said, this is a constant case of good idea, bad execution. And I do like the idea of a Cowboy Bebop live action existing. Oh, I mean, I, we have talked about that since 98 when the show came out. Yeah. I, I mean, the, they, the show loans itself to a live action adaptation. And because there's enough talent in the cast and the crew here, if we just get an intervention in the form of just really bad reviews, there is a chance that they pull it together and make season two better than season one. And if that's the case, I could see this just bouncing back and not being completely awful long-term. I don't know how you guys feel about that. If you just think it's, it's yeah, fucked. Kind of is for it to not be renewed. 
Um, I thought it was renewed. Um, Has it already been renewed? Usually, like on IMDb, it'll say season two like but it doesn't well, say anything I, about I, that on imdb I, I mean maybe it has i don't know it, it's it does say the um t- november 2021 dash nothing which usually means that the show is still technically running right i mean it, but that just doesn't mean it hasn't been canceled yet yeah so it hasn't been canceled yet it hasn't necessarily been renewed for a second right season. yeah that's yeah. that's kind of my understanding of it where it's at right now be informed almost entirely by how much money it actually made and how many right. how many uh, it, i mean it did hit like the top 10 in netflix like most watched so so it might get something it but might the the reviews are pretty consistent like there's yeah. not a lot of people out there saying this is good and yeah. i that's that's a good feeling because you know coming from the final fantasy community when you're just screaming into the void with any valid criticism and yeah. you're just split by people saying no it was brilliant like yeah. I, it's nice to see a a community hold accountability and say like no we have standards if you're gonna fucking remake our favorite yeah thing it it needs to be at least kind of good oh uh they're definitely if okay so there is not officially a season two there's just been a lot of interviews around what would happen if there was a season two mm-hmm. uh they're definitely kicking off season two with heaven's door because uh ed i was so in shock i wasn't really listening to what ed was saying uh but literally she talks about tracking down the butterfly man before he does spooky bad things oh is that what he said i like seriously i yeah yeah. i guess i'm the same way like i was just so upset by seeing her yeah i didn't connect that the butterfly man doing spooky things so 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 season two is going to be knocking on heaven's door okay and i think there's going to be jupiter jazz mixed in with that because you can tie in the titan lore there's no reason for Gren to be there if you're not going to at least do something. They're, like you're definitely going to do something with that arc because it's it's considered by I, I I know I'm not in a minority in thinking that like that's like the strongest arc of the whole show. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it, admittedly, there's not a lot of real arcs in the show, but it is yeah, very good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I honestly, I think my guess is right. I think that Julia will be the main bad guy for roughly the first half, and then Vince yeah. will be like the true big bad at the end. Or they, or they'll just yeah, maybe tie them together, kind of. I don't know. I mean, obviously Julia doesn't fit into knocking on Heaven's door, but that's right. not going to stop him from trying. Yeah. And Julia doesn't fit into most of this. Julia doesn't <laughs> didn't fit into any of this season, and she's and yet, still fucking there every episode. Yeah. Every episode, just chilling. Yeah. Largely um, doing nothing, but still there. Just being a victim. All right. Well, I, I've got a few just like more lighthearted notes that I, I want to touch on before we, before we wrap up. All right. So like there's that one like scene with the three old guys. I could have used more of the three old guys. Yeah. Like yeah, if you're yeah. going to have a comic relief, like that's it. Those are your guys. They were good. I liked them being there. Yeah. Uh, The Wantanabe Casino. I just thought that was like a, a cool little Easter egg um okay so the rock paper scissors scene so spike is like you always pick the third you always pick the third option but the first thing she says is hunter bear ninja and she picks hunter it's like that's that's not the third option i just i I, that was just like some the dumbest little thing it's like if she she always chooses the third option then always have her choose the third option but she didn't 
That was just like it's just like a simple I little oversight. I was so embarrassed by that whole like exchange of dialogue that I wasn't even looking that deep into it. Right. Yeah. Like, it, that was just dumb. Okay, I did was, love I did love the big shot show. I thought those two were great. The only thing is he never said Shucks Howdy. Not once did he say Shucks Howdy. Other than that, I thought those two were great. Punch and Judy were great. Yeah, Punch and Judy were pretty good. Yeah. There need to be more of that. But as soon as they fold in, like, because like, that's like one of the bits is where, like, he says a line and she's like, wait, that's supposed to be my line. And then yeah. the end, well, I was like, ah, we already used the joke, so you're not coming back. Yeah. Because towards the end, she becomes, like, really difficult, right? And right. She, like, yeah. Ends up, like, well, because I canceled the show at the end. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets, like, my agent's gonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, later, doesn't later, like, don't we see, uh, punch at the airport like with his mother yeah, she's yeah. Like, what a nice little co-worker he's like i think she's marrying her agent right yeah <laughs> uh yeah i mean i would i would all those all those side characters i think i think season two would be fun to get more because because we have cowboy andy maybe he does appear in season two maybe we've just introduced him into the world we just need gotta get a horse budget again yeah. <laughs> If if the show it gets greenlit for a season two, maybe one of the things they'll do is give it an actual budget so it can be good. I really do think that like the lack of budget that Netflix gave the show seeped into everything that went wrong with it. I think if they would have had money and they could have actually, it's it could be that all these people working on it were actually talented and wanting to do a good job, but they maybe only had like a couple months to make this show, and so they yeah. were cramming everything. And like working on, and it they were also on, doing it during COVID. During COVID, under a probably a budget, and they're saying yeah. like, "Hey, can we work this? You know, can we do another?" And Netflix is like, "No, nope, you got, you got to, you got to wrap. Yeah, yeah, got to get it here." And that's that that affects things a lot. Man. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I do, I do see through some of the performances, some of the writing. There are people involved in this project that love Cowboy Bebop. You can tell. It's yeah. just that like the it seems like the highest direction in this is just bad yeah. and maybe they need to get a new showrunner for season two maybe they need to get a new writing staff for season two maybe they need to you know recast a couple people i don't think anyone's going to be mad if we pop back into season two and we have a new vicious like <laughs> no yeah i don't know a lot of the interviews around this have been like focused solely on like the creative process and how much like effort they put into like making it as close to the original as they could do that. And part of that might just be because like nobody's doing an interview around a show they're in and saying it's bad. Yeah. Uh it be just marketing. You gotta it, yeah. It definitely is, but like it does make me a little nervous because it's just like man, like if this is really like if if the marketing team decided going into this the thing that they were gonna try to stick to is like look at how true to the original and how much we care about the original like we are and, and this, this is, is the product it, yeah oh man like if i were the marketing team i would just be like check it out this is a cool thing inspired by you know this original other thing yep. you know cool new show but if you're just gonna be like constantly like no like look at these side-by-side -side shots like and then they seem to rely heavily on explaining how they were uh you know, 
fixing aspects. I mean, I just, I just keep going back to to Faye. Like, I just, I know that that actress went on a whole fucking press tour talking about how they were reforming Faye to make her a better character, and then we get this shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, you gotta, you gotta watch it. Like, it, 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 there's nothing wrong with her going out there and saying that stuff, but then you have to back that up with an actual like, yeah, good performance. Yeah, that's the problem. Is I guarantee you didn't watch it. Like, because if you just look at it, like, because, like, Faye is, like, very, like, kind of over-the-top, like, anime tits out, like. She is. And what's not, he's, like, gone on record where he was, like, I would love to have not done that, but I had to, or my show wasn't going to get made, because that was just, like, kind of demanded of me. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the character itself is still written like a person, right? right? Like, she's not, like. Yeah, I I can see, like, the actress, like, watching that show, and that's all she saw. Was the tits and like not the 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 girl behind the tits? <laughs> this character's just fan service, yeah. yeah. And like, and I think there, there's a there's a really valid argument to be made for why you would tone down Faye's character design. Oh like, yeah, I, I I don't think that would have worked. I don't think you could have put that outfit onto a live human woman and had it not just looked completely ridiculous. Yeah, but you, I mean, physically, I had uh, I. I I still think she's hot. Like I mean, the I, the, yeah, the costume I, was great. Like physically, yeah. I had no problem with her. I thought I, I thought she was great. I just think it was the characterization. I think it, it was also just the arrogance behind the marketing around her character. And yeah. then to to get what we got was just kind of like you you yeah. really this is an improvement upon like the anime. I I don't think anybody agrees with you on this note. I think yeah. everybody wants the old Faye back. Yeah, and not it's, because it's the old to be Faye like... was so perfect. It's just because you did some. This was this Faye was bad. It it didn't know what it wanted. Like you didn't know what you wanted to be. It's it's really hard to be like we we've made the writing more feminist, and then to have your character mostly be this very cliche sort of girl boss who like yeah. doesn't really do like she doesn't achieve a lot. You know what I mean? Like it's just a lot of like yelling at people. It's a lot of like running away, getting yourself, which is fine. Because happens a lot in like the original. And but what that, what that and the original is kind of part of the character is that she has this overconfidence. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. just, it's does, just weird. In the show, like, does she actually catch any bounties? Okay. In the original, yeah. she does a lot. All the time. Oh, yeah. in, in almost show. every episode. In in the yeah, in the yeah. remake, the most work of everybody. Like in in the original show, she right. probably brings in the most bounties. Probably I mean, she catches the teddy bomber, like, because he blows up that building, and then she walks up and just fucking one punches that dude. And drags him off, like, yeah. But I don't think I don't think she catches any bounties. At least off the top of my head, I I don't remember catching any bounties no, in the Netflix version. But she doesn't. You never see her actually do anything. Right. She, yeah. She talks about it, and it's yeah. I mean, there's we that. actually never see her do anything like competent. Like she no, she's always like stupid, and except for her shooting out the windows of the church at the end, that's like the only yeah. Yeah, her her only competent thing she does, she follows up with like the worst <laughs> line of dialogue yeah. in the entire series. Um, but what I I think that 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 has had a a very negative um effect on the the response to the show because recently another kind of like clickbaity article came out that like the actor that played Grin was kind of doing the same thing, and people Ooh. have been running wild with this fact that this car- this guy is also 
talking shit about the character when he also completely destroyed the character he was supposed to be representing. Oh, yeah. In reality, like what that guy said was really not that bad, and he wasn't actually talking shit about Cowboy Bebop. It was just his stuff was taken out of context completely. He actually seemed to have a, quite a reverence for the original character, um, but the the narrative on like Reddit and Twitter and everything is that this that the entire cast is out there just talking shit about the old cast and it's there's no goodwill right yeah. now in this community which is good because it maybe will force the development team to make something better there when they come back probably just won't be as good or they just won't maybe. renew it yeah. because they're realizing that okay we technically have the the numbers to show that this was worth it but it seems like people really hated this well, yeah. Netflix is not known for like renewing shows. Like they have canceled a lot of shows that were very successful that wanted to keep going. Well, Netflix is just garbage. Like Netflix greenlights everything and doesn't follow anything through. They're yeah. it, their quantity over quality, a hundred percent. Yeah, well, I mean that's sort of the bit, right? Like they just yeah. do as much as possible. Wait for something to become successful focus down on that until something like like squid game was never supposed to be what yeah, it is yeah. Never, yeah, we're into it you know like tiger king like same shit like it's just yeah. you own all of the content you you are guaranteed the win so we could abandon cow bebop and not give a shit yeah. there why was should we the... focus on making it better we'll just make a thousand other shows and one of those will be popular instead right watch hellbound it's really good highly recommend it heard hellbound's real good it's real there good. was a, a very I, I just Go ahead, go ahead. I was I was sick. I you can probably still hear it. I'm sick, so I just watched all of Hellbound yesterday. It's only six episodes, real quick. But yeah, very good. Highly recommend it. But we're we're kind of getting off topic here. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a good, uh, there was a wholesome little exchange between John Cho and uh, Steve Bloom on Twitter. Oh yeah, Steve, like, I did see some of that. Yeah, good job, man. I was like, ah, yeah. And again, overall, I think John Cho did a great job. I do too. I think John Cho did a great job. I think uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Sh Shakir, whatever, did a really good job. Mustafa Shakir, yeah, he was he was great. I think uh, I honestly think Danielle Pineda has potential if they would just rewrite. They just need to commit to redoing Faye. They right. they need to not be half in the half one foot in the door of old Faye and one foot in the door of new Faye because right. she's yeah. not good at. Faye. she's good at new Faye. right so optimism for the future maybe but yep we can always hope it'll be better i know better i, I, know better I don't better. have i don't have that high hopes <laughs> uh, not worth it just accept that uh failures yeah, happen this yeah. fucking league of legends show is really good it's what i hear it's what i hear yeah i don't know league of legends but i feel like even if i no. did it wouldn't matter because it's i played so it open. for one day I, I, I went through a phase. Yeah, you, you're the one who got me to play it for that one day. <laughs> any any closing thoughts? Um, I hate this, um, and I have cannot specifically for making me watch it. Yep, you're uh, welcome. My time has value, and it was wasted on this nonsense. Fuck season two and whatever cocaine-addled producer uh, promoted only through nepotism who allowed this fucking abomination to exist. There is no God. Only garbage rehashes of a time when things had a reason to exist outside selling merch so that we can make more things to sell merch for, create a universe to capitalize on FOMO, and people who build identities out of specific pop culture IPs. Seriously, fuck everyone involved with this utter cash grab garbage, goddammit. 
Okay, but well said. Beautiful. My takeaway is some good ideas, absolutely piss poor execution. I I hope that some aspect of the market accidentally creates a season two that's better than season one. Yeah. And I mean, crazier things have happened. You know, it, it more happens with like video games that like yeah. start out shit and then end up being great. But, you know, it could I'm happen the, with a TV show. I'm in the Final Fantasy 14 rabbit hole right now. Right. And that's yeah. a case study of a game that just started out about as bad as it possibly could. Yeah. And then perpetually and, gets better. You know, maybe that's what they need to do. They need to just blow up the world and restart. They just yeah. need to send Bahama in there and... Right. I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't even question it. I'd be like, okay, there's a dragon. Yep. <laughs> your, your best bet is like Crackle uh, just decides to get the rights and they're yeah. like, we're dumping literally everything we have. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like Netflix, Netflix has no this reason to Hail Mary. Like Netflix is going to hold onto the rights because they just made the show, so they probably got oh, yeah. 20 years before the rights are up again. Right. And they have no reason. They have absolutely no reason. Well, like, here's to the next Cowboy Bebop in 20 years. Yeah. Gotta be better. Gotta be real uh, time, baby. <laughs> All right, How Kevin. Probably just be a movie. Maybe. It I don't show. know. I don't think that would. Yeah, I don't know. All right, George, Kevin, thanks for joining me. Um, I'll see you guys. See you, Space Cowboys. Uh, I said the thing. Said the thing.